0: Up, y'all. Welcome back to the Big and Bliss podcast. You know, the same intro as usual, only uh, difference is it's episode 11. Uh, we appreciate everybody. Thank you for listening, as usual. But uh, we're going to get right into shit this week. There's a lot going on. It's, um, while we're recording, it's draft day, and there's a lot of stories we have to cover. So, uh, Big Mike, being a, a Lakers fan, I'm going to kick the shit straight to him because there's some big news coming out of uh, the Angel City, City of Angels.
1: Yeah, um, in theory, the Lakers and the Wizards have agreed to a trade that would bring Westbrook to LA and send Kuzma, uh, Contavius Caldwell Pope, and Montrez Harrell to what? Washington to play for the Wizards. Hmm. Um, and I say in theory because it cannot be officially announced until August 6th when the salary cap becomes official and then they can start making moves. Then. Um, it's completely agreed upon between both teams. Westbrook
0: and, already gave a farewell message, right? Yeah, he
1: did. He said thank you to DC for welcoming him and his family, the, the organization, the fans, the coaches, everything. Did he um, play
0: for even a full season though? I did he got did he get traded like partially through the season? Not saying I'm just curious.
1: No, I think he played a full season, but I think it was the Covid season. Yeah, sixty
0: or seventy two games instead of eighty two, right? Something like that, okay, yeah. Okay. The
1: Covid season I believe was his only full year there. Um but was there draft picks included in this? Yeah, so there was. Uh, the Lakers will get 2024 second round and a 2028 second round. And
0: and Russell Westbrook.
1: And Russell Westbrook. And then um, the Wizards will get the three players I mentioned and a number 22 pick for tonight's draft. That's it.
0: Gotcha. So um, it, it, some people might not know, but Russell Westbrook is a, um, a homegrown L.A. Homegrown uh, kid or guy, he's he's born and raised in L.A.
1: Yeah.
0: So I mean, playing for I don't know who his team was growing up, uh, but I mean, probably probably Lakers. The Clippers were not it,
1: very relevant. Yeah, so gonna say, Clippers but, or Lakers, like but area.
0: most likely Lakers. But I mean, good for him. I'm not a huge. I'm a huge fan of his gameplay in a sense of his 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 heart. How he plays a lot bigger than he is, but I'm not a huge fan of his stat. Padding. And that's just my opinion. We don't have to I, do it, but that's your, you know, if you. want
1: I to. feel, and this is how I feel. Westbrook, and I could be wrong, but from the outside, it looks like he plays for triple doubles. And, no, well, he actually, doesn't play
0: for the team. For
1: the team or to win.
0: And actually, my or big, um, from the inside, he plays for triple doubles. Carmelo Anthony when he played with them. On the Oklahoma City Thunder in a press conference after the game, they had mentioned something. People, you guys can fact check this on YouTube, Google, whatever you guys use. Um, And they asked Carmelo Anthony about his triple double. And he had, and don't quote me, but he had mentioned something about how his triple doubles weren't earned, they were kind of taken or given in a sense. And there's probably a hundred videos compilations on YouTube or whatever platform where he's going up, say for a rebound it's just him and the 7 footer on his team going up for a rebound and he barks at the 7 footer in a sense and the 7 footer, the big I in, I don't know, I'm not going to say in actual size will put his hands down and give that rebound to, to Russell Westbrook there's also a game where I just I went back and watched the video on YouTube today where uh, I believe they, they were in, contending to win the game it's towards the end and he was uh, a couple pieces short of a triple-double. And he had. It, it seemed to me like he intentionally bricked it, ran, because he knew what he was doing, grabbed the rebound, passed it out, ran back, and demanded that ball back so he could score or whatnot. So he could get that rebound and assist, you know, so or maybe points. But, I mean, you guys can fact-check and look it up. Uh, you don't have to take my word for it.
1: Yeah, I've seen videos like that too, and that's what I'm saying. Sometimes I feel from the outside, and so I I just don't want him to come into LA and be like, look, blah, blah, blah. And the thing is, I just I don't see LeBron allowing that.
0: I've got a question for you actually about that. Me and the wife were talking about it earlier, and she said she doesn't, and, and mind you, my wife is a, is a sports fanatic as well. She doesn't think that Russ will be a good fit with LeBron and you know some of the other pieces because LeBron's not the type to give the ball up as much as most. He wants to score, he wants to dominate, which is and it's true and it's not talking shit. But do you think that Russ's triple double percentage or you know is going to go down being on that team? I mean, he might get major assists, but you know, damn well LeBron's not backing off of a fucking clear rebound to give it to somebody to pad their stats.
1: No, he won't. Um, I just, I think, and I could be wrong, I'm hoping, I think this is like the... You're a Lakers fan. Of course you're hoping. I'm just, well, I'm hoping that Russell Westbrook is like, look, I've got my triple Yeah, yeah, I've broken records. I've averaged a triple-double for four different seasons in my career. Probably three different teams, or two. Um, Can, like, can he set that aside? And chase a ring? And be like, look... Braun Braun don't have very many more years. Yeah. Anthony Davis's knees don't have much more. Yeah. Can we just get together and win the hometown boys another title or two? Yeah, well, yeah,
0: think about that. You're born and raised in LA, and most likely that was your favorite team growing up. And now you can be a part of it and you can chase a ring. You're with the, 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 the team you have, you're a contender. You know, if they were a
1: contender without him. So with him.
0: That's what I'm saying though. You're a contender, so why not? You've padded your stats. You've got a record that was held for 40 years that nobody thought could ever be beat. He had X amount of triple doubles in his career, which it shouldn't have. And it wouldn't have been if it wasn't fucking stat padding. Uh, but now, fucking go and try to get your ring. I get it. Chase your ring. When you're an athlete from an early age... And you know, like, you dream of being in the NBA, NFL, NHL, whatever, MLB. The, the the biggest goal in life, besides having kids, getting married, is to win a championship. And shit, some people put the championship or Super Bowl or whatever it may be, World Series, over having kids and being married. Married, Which is selfish, but it is what it is. But you have a chance to go back to your home team, be back around your family because they most of them probably still live in L.A., and then possibly win a, a chip in that you know with your home team, probably your favorite team growing up. Fuck the stats, dude. Fuck the stats. I would just be happy to. I'd be happy to be there and and be attempting that feat. You know?
1: Oh, hundred percent. And you know, you know <laughs> for a fact that he's going to get at least even if just in normal play. Yeah. Man's gonna get one. Triple double. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Just because of who he is. He plays bigger than he is for sure. But yeah, I, I this I this number is unfathomable. What's that? How many had he has for his career? That's that's the record he'd be. he beat. Well, he's always tied right now. Oh, is is he? He's as of I think his last. Um, yeah, his last playoff game in the play-in tournament, um, he tied Oscar Robinson.
0: Okay, Oscar Rob. okay. But did you see ESPN covered that shit? And I, they're supposed to. Well, that's a huge record. But he went up for a rebound. Being on a new team, maybe a season, that's fine, a whole season. But still, you don't have that seniority where you've been there for years like Oklahoma. Yeah. This motherfucker still went up for a rebound with... One of the bigger guys said something. I didn't hear it. Barked at him. This motherfucker put his hands down and gave the rebound to Russ. And I believe that was the play that sealed that him
1: him. Oh, tying. probably. Like, but, but do you? Do, what is the? Do you even? Just what? Was, how many is it? There was a, oh for the whole for, for the their, record of, for, of a career.
0: For, and Oscar Robinson played stupid amount of years. So what do you think that number is right now? Three hundred something. No. No. What was, what was it? It's one eighty one. Oh, 181. Okay, it was dead ass. But
1: do you think second place, which is Magic Johnson,
0: was probably like 138. one thirty
1: eight? Yeah. So f- almost fifty games below. But
0: mind you, or er, Magic, his his career was cut short. His career was cut short. You know, not but just by HIV because he did he retired because of it. Yeah. He came back and played. But he, I, I believe, what his 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 mindset was, he didn't want to put other players at risk. Yeah. So he retired again, which I respect that more power to him. And I'm Jason guessing. Kidd was yeah. in fourth with okay. 107. But well, he was third. Oh, okay. Oscar Robinson, and, and well before
1: Westbrook, I'm saying before okay. Westbrook, gotcha. he made gotcha. his way up. It was Robinson, Johnson, Kidd, and then the old the next active player below Westbrook now is LeBron, gotcha. who doesn't even have a hundred. Yeah. He's only one away from 100. He's at 99, but yeah. still. So that's the thing is, like, it's crazy to think that nobody's even close. Was nobody was even close to Oscar yeah. until this. And it, this stat padding, dude. We've all seen it. Like, let's be real. It. Let's be real. But it's gonna be tough. I mean, you, you
0: can't. Well, even without stat padding, you gotta give it to him. He would have well, been. Even without
1: stat padding. Like, or
0: without, though. No, without stat cutting. He would have been up at, uh, probably above LeBron. At least 100. So I'm not taking that away. Like I've been saying, he play was he, 6'3"? Yeah. He plays like he's fucking 6'6", 6'7". With his putback dunks. He's super fucking athletic and aggressive. Like, don't get it twisted. He'll go down as one of the, the, the great point guards as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. He'll go down as one of the greats too. But... A lot of players that are going down as greats lately are have the like, their the legacy is semi or slightly tainted and he some is of them deserve three. an asterisk. He's six three. Steph six Curry's three, six 200 three pounds. Steph Curry six three. You don't see Steph Whoa. Well, you don't have to fucking dunk if you can hit from the fucking parking lot. But at the same time that's someone six three to go up and bang like that, like AI, they said was six one, he was really six foot. That motherfucker plays like like Russell Westbrook did, where he'd come in off, you know, the three point line with the missed free throw and just zoom past everybody in the air, and fucking get a putback dunk. Yeah. And Russell Westbrook is super duper athletic, like an AI, even though he's a little bit bigger. But he's six three, but he plays like a six six player. You know. Oh, easily. Plays way bigger than he is. I respect the fuck out of his aggression, his gameplay, like, just how he is. I just wish that it wasn't like how we've been talking. But yeah.
1: Yeah, so we we'll, I mean, we'll see how they gel together. It'll take it'll take a little bit, kind of like when he went to Miami, when LeBron went to Miami, and it took him and to Wade a little bit to get t- together and figure it out,
0: but this is this is my beef with it though. LeBron has come out numerous times and been against Super teams and building super teams, and the first person to ever talk about a super team was LeBron, and 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 how that is. But LeBron, like, let's be real, built the fucking first super team when he went down and got the big three with, you know, Dwayne, Flash, Wade, and Chris Bosh in, in Miami and threatened to win not one, not two, not all the way up to fucking eight or some yeah, shit. Yeah, he count they ended up winning, but they went to three and one two, which is great. Don't get me wrong, but. You can't sit here and talk shit about people having super teams when you built the first super team. And so everybody was building teams to 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 combat you. And then you go back to Cleveland, which was an honorable thing to do. Got them their first chip. Amazing. That's cool for the city and everything. But you kind of put together kind of a super team. You have Kevin Love, Kyrie. It wasn't a super duper team. It was a pretty fucking good team. But then you come out and you talk shit. And again, I'm a Warriors fan, even if I wasn't. You talk shit about the Warriors having a super team but the Warriors is very organic. They drafted Steph in 2007. They drafted Clay in 2011. Drafted Draymond Green in 2012. And yes, the only piece that you consider building a super team would be bringing in um, Kevin Durant in 2016, but KD kind of was chasing that and came in organically on his own even though they wanted him there. He wanted to be there.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like Westbrook. But,
0: sorry, sorry, real fast. So, claim that you hate super teams, blame a team that built organically through draft and, okay, a trade or whatnot for a super team, but you go to L.A., and every year you've been assembling, like, the Avengers super team. Yeah, exactly. on, come the fuck on. You know this trade today. I'm sure Russ wanted to be there, but you know goddamn well LeBron wanted Russ... And was pushing the front office. LeBron has super pull in the NBA.
1: Well, LeBron probably was in their ear to get somebody. I would have rather seen Dame because I know Dame's been. There's been rumors that he wants out of.
0: Yeah, but ordering. you'd rather see that. But what's LeBron's mindset?
1: Who knows? Honestly, who knows? I don't know. Honestly, I think, I think Dame would have been a better fit for LeBron because Dame, is, Dame can take that facilitator role, and do what he needs to do more, I feel, than Westbrook has proven he can do that. Westbrook's proven to try to get his triple doubles, and I think Damian Lillard just is... Da- Damian Lillard's the ultimate team guy. Like, whatever it takes to win, Damian Lillard's going to do. I agree. Is Westbrook going to be that guy? That's but, yet to be seen. But maybe LeBron looks at it as Westbrook's a dog,
0: and he loves dog-ass players, you know? Well, I mean, dog ass is a dog, too. But he's more of a clutch you know what I'm saying? Can can hit a hit a shot from anywhere on the court. And, and and he's the guy that you go to in clutch moments in the very end of the game. LeBron, and LeBron needs LeBron, that
1: because LeBron's not that. But LeBron
0: e- likes to think he e- You're right. But LeBron e- likes to think he is. Still, Three he rings. used to be. He used to be way better at that. But he likes to think he is. And you know LeBron wants to be that dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe he – I don't know. I'm just devil's advocate. Maybe he looked at Dane like, oh, he's going to spotlight – because you can play a great game, the whole game, but when you're down by two and it's about to be buzzer beater time and you bang a three from half-court or three-quarter shot, that's the one that makes the ESPN. You oh, know what 100%. I'm saying? That's the one that they focus on. And LeBron wants to be that dude, you know? And I'm not saying that is why. For all we know, LeBron fucking had no part in this. Which you can't...
1: LeBron has something to do with this, you know? LeBron... Well you? Could, I mean, LeBron could have literally been like, get Dame get Dame, "Get Dame, get Dame, get Dame, get Dame, if not get Russ." And they were like, "Hey, we can't get Dame." He's like, "But well, we can get Russ," and he's like, "Bet." Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but
0: you know, either he had something to say in it, like to come to them, or they told him or came to him. You know, there's communication. Like LeBron has earned that right. You know, like he's he is the face of the franchise. I, I love LeBron in a sense of being an amazing person. You never hear about off-court issues or. The seventh, third. I just like I've said a million times, he's a he's one of the best players to ever play, but he has that bullshit baggage of the art, like the the flopping and and acting like you oh. know what I'm saying he does no
1: wrong. That's what you're on the court. You're not wrong. And Space Jam movie,
0: oof. I got mixed reviews about that. Great for the newer generation of kids, but God damn it, LeBron kind of felt like it, it. Correct me if I'm. Come on, people, you agree with me. Put it in the comments. LeBron kind of seemed like the villain in the beginning of it, when uh, you know, uh, Algie whatever was trying to do something nice for LeBron, and he talked shit about him. And then dude was like, oh fuck, basically fuck me, fuck you. My big big Mike hasn't seen the movie. He will, and and after he sees the movie, we need to, we need to revisit this conversation.
1: Yeah. So, um, sticking with basketball, obviously the draft happened. Tonight, we're recording on Thursday, so it was tonight. Um, and I saw articles, we talked about it last time, Kate Cunningham, everybody knew he was going first.
0: I honestly, I thought it was going to be Jalen Suggs, or, you know. The, the, I thought it was either one of the three. Jalen Suggs, Jalen Green, or Kate Cunningham. In my opinion, it was it, it could have went one, two, three with either, any of them. But yeah. this shit fucking blew my mind the way it went down, to be honest.
1: Um. But yeah, from all the experts I read, literally everything I read said nobody nobody even was talking about number one because they knew Kate was going.
0: Really? I didn't see I didn't I didn't read into all that. Yeah, I a know. bunch
1: of analysts said they literally like there's no point in talking about one because he's going. Let's focus on who's gonna go two. Got you. Okay. And see see so, yeah,
0: all that's like the Joe Burrow of the NFL draft. Yeah. Okay. And or so, Trevor Trevor Lawrence, sorry.
1: And uh, Jalen Green was who most people predicted to go second to the Rockets and he did he, Yeah. Um, he's the he's one of the first high-ranked high schoolers to not go to college. He went straight into the G League for a year, bypass college, um, and played for the Ignite. I don't know who their I'll look it up. I don't go ahead. Know who their go NBA on. team is? I'll, but, I'll look it up right now. Um, he was taken second to the Rockets, um, and then Cavaliers took Evan Mobley. I don't know. A lot of these names I don't know because I'm not super into the college world for basketball. i in and out of it. Um, Raptors took Scotty Barnes at four. Magic drafted Jalen Suggs from Gonzaga. Um, Thunder took Josh Giddey. Um, the Warriors drafted Jonathan Kuminga. Um, he also came from the Ignite with Jalen Green.
0: Are you talking about how big Cade Cunningham is in his position, though?
1: Oh, yeah. Cade... Let's see. Yeah, it's not looked that over. Um, We were talking about it. They call him a point forward um, because he's 6'8". But in college, he played a lot of point guard. 6'8", point guard is ridiculous. It's like Magic Johnson.
0: Yeah,
1: who played center in the finals because he had to. Uh, But I think... If I'm going to be honest, I don't think he'll play point guard. I don't maybe. think so
0: either. I really don't.
1: Shooting guard maybe? Probably more small forward. Because he's he's like two twenty-two, so he's not light at that no. point guard position. No. So I don't see him playing. Honestly, I don't think he's on LeBron's level of play. No. Not uh, at all. But I see him being utilized, especially in that Pistons offense, <laughs> like LeBron, where he plays small forward but brings the ball up a lot. And that's why they call him a point forward. because he, he, he's cause like he, a hybrid. Because he can dribble well enough that they trust mm-hmm. him to bring the ball up and facilitate, but his body is not a point guard body. So. Um, They're saying that the Ignite is just a G League
0: team. They're not saying it's it's a development no basketball affiliated with the NBA G League. It's the the.
1: There's, so there's no NBA team that. It, it's it, not a farm team for any
0: team. No, it's a, it's a, it's just an affiliated, it's affiliated with the NBA G League. It's from what I'm reading. I I mean I I could look into it and note more. Normally, see. if
1: you normally if you look it up, you can be like, what NBA team is the that's, ignite? And if, it, and if it's saying none, then that's it's what I'm none, that's what I'm
0: finding. I'd say I I looked up what NBA team is uh, ignite affiliated with, and they're saying NBA G League. That's it, which is kind of crazy. I've never known. I've, You know, even the WNBA is affiliated with most NBA teams in a sense of they share the city and somewhat of the colors, you know?
1: Yeah, you want to hear something crazy. So the Lakers have agreed to trade their 22nd pick to the Wizards, right? Mm -hmm. The Wizards don't even get that player.
0: What? what? Oh, because they traded their shit away probably on.
1: So I'm looking at it because I wanted to see who the Lakers, because the Lakers, it's like when the Hornets, the Hornets technically drafted Kobe. Yeah. And then he was later traded to the Lakers. No, 100%. Like the same day? The, the, it was like one of these. The deal was made draft day. Yeah. But it, it could, couldn't be official until like a few weeks yeah. later. Yeah, isn't
0: there pictures of, of Kobe in Hornets gear on Hornets court practicing? I believe so. Because he had to. He had yeah.
1: to. So the deal
0: was made like the Westbrook deal. Yeah. He knew it was coming. It was. He was a Laker. Yeah. But he just, he he just had to train because you're going to train.
1: Yeah, you're, I mean, when you get drafted, you're going to go to this thing. You're going to work out with the team. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. Especially when you're a 17-year-old high school kid. like. But, so it literally says, Lakers draft Isaiah Jackson, officially traded to the Pacers via the Wizards. So that means the Wizards got this pick. Yeah. And then are trading it to the Pacers already?
0: Jeez, that's crazy.
1: And so how does that work? How do you think that works? So, I have if no idea. if we're different teams, and I say, hey, look, I'm gonna trade you this 22nd pick, but you can't officially have it yet. Do you tell me who you want to draft? Yeah, I mean. Okay, but, but now I what about, think, there's I a think... third team involved. Like you're trading that shit to that homeboy. So are the Pacers telling the Wizards who they want to draft, and then the Wizards are telling
0: the Lakers? I mean, if that's if that's stipulations. If that comes down to it, like, hey, we got this... We're getting this pick from said team, and I'll trade it to you, then that team that they're going to trade to might say, okay, only if if he's still on the board, you tell the team you're getting that pick from to pick him, because that's who we want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There would have to be stipulations, like almost a fucking handshake kind of deal, you know? Because well, you could still fucking... If it's a rival, you could still cut their throat. Like, um... When the Cowboys traded up uh, or traded down to the Eagles, the Eagles promised just this last draft in, in NFL. The Eagles promised we're not we're taking a defensive player, we're taking a defense or, or whatever. We're taking we're not taking even the same uh, side of the ball that you want, and and that's the only reason the deal got done. Because we were like, why would you trade your pick to the rival? But we still got who we wanted, you know. So yeah,
1: well yeah, the thing crazy. is like since it's not agreed upon if they took the wrong dude teams could just be like well sorry buddy yeah. back out you know what I yep. mean um, yeah right I didn't even think about it like that so I mean, I mean you assume that's how it goes but it's like it's like you fucking game of telephone at oh that point oh my god yeah yeah like hey I need you to take this guy it's like it's like this thing going around I've mm-hmm. seen, and this is what it reminds me of of like because the whole thing now is investing that's like the big thing yeah, oh in the yeah. world
0: crypto or stock market whatever and so
1: the big thing is there's all these guys on. I've seen them on TikTok on Facebook on YouTube where they're like hey easy way to make money is to sell houses but don't ever buy a house and you're like how the fuck does that make sense Middleman that shit and so what you do is you call up somebody like who has a fixer up or like the house ain't in good shape yeah and you'd be like hey look I, I'll buy it off you for 80 grand cash but, this but, is a, but no yeah. but you ain't got 80 grand yeah 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 and so they'll send you over the contract and then you reach out to a guy like a real estate company you know, fix up you that you know fixes up houses oh. and you'll be like i'll sell you this house for 120 cash right now yeah and so what you do is technically you never actually own the house no you
0: never have a deal you
1: just have the contract mm-hmm. that says blah 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 yeah and you literally just made forty thousand dollars
0: off of doing paperwork telephone tag
1: and so i'm like in my brain that's like how this is like hey bro we're trading this for this for this for this but i need you to tell the lakers since we're getting your pick or their pick from you that the lakers need to draft this dude for this to even happen and it's like god
0: and all these people that make these decisions—GMs, owners, whatever, whoever it may be, front office—they all have. They're all connected somehow. Oh, they they either, either coach together yeah. in college, or you know, it, we're fucking uh, coordinators or whatever in the NBA. You it's, know, they all so know, so know each other. It's, a, it's it seems
1: whether like whether they like each other or not, they know business, each other. It's business.
0: fucking business. And and saying 30 teams in the NBA sounds like a lot but to have a, a job in the front office of the NBA is a small cast of characters if you think about it in the overall scheme of companies you oh, know 100% so yeah it's not it's not so yeah even if they hate each other you you have to swallow your pride to get what you want you know yeah it it, it happens i mean
1: even if you look at the NFL talking about intertwined mm-hmm. there's literally two gms in the NFL I believe it's the Browns GM and then there's another GM. They prank each other on draft.
0: Yes, the phone I was just going to bring that the phone calls.
1: Yeah, they the literally will calls. call each other with like fake trades. Yes,
0: like oh he you, he might be like the Browns GM might call and I don't know who I, I can't know, think yeah. of it. Say it's the fucking the Falcons GM or what. It, just for the sake of the story. And he might call and be like, "Hey, this is the Vikings coach or front office person who who's actually the you know that person exists." And oh, we want to trade you this pick, blah blah blah. And they fuck each other over. There were it actually bit one of the teams the ass one year because they were getting a call, and the dude was like, "Don't fucking answer that. It's that dickhead playing a prank." Uh-huh. Yeah. And they lost the player they were going after. Like it's it's and nobody was mad about it. Like yeah, they're like fuck, but it's a funny thing that it was one GM that does it every year. So yeah. people are like really hesitant to to think shit is real because of that. But while we're still on the drafting, I want to say um, R.I.P. to Terrence Clark. I know he passed away what a, a couple weeks ago, but he was a, a big name basketball player who um, I think he was supposed to be in this draft, wasn't he? He ended up passing away in a car accident, and I believe he was supposed to he was supposed to be a a, a big draft prospect in this draft. I know he was a, a big name player, and I know. Uh, LeBron's son Ronnie James, you know, Lebron Junior. I guess it would be, even tweeted out and and said R. E. P. to my brother Terrence Clark, you know said some nice shit about him.
1: Yeah, and, he would have uh, been in this draft. He was because he played for Kentucky.
0: And he was he was supposed to go pretty high, wasn't he? Like, you know, on the board if I'm not mistaken. But the NBA, you know, being solid. So like when Kobe passed Kobe and Gianna and all the other victims on that. That plane, you know, or, the, or the, the the helicopter crash. Not, I don't know their names, but not trying to leave them out. It was more than just those two. Um, when they passed away, the WNBA ended up, the next draft, ended up drafting Gianna and her teammate that passed away in, in the helicopter crash to the WNBA, you know. Family. It, family, yes. And um, the NBA came out and, and drafted this this. Terrence Clark, who passed away, they drafted him to the NBA family today, which is is, is fucking cool. You know, the NBA, I don't... I've never seen the NFL, MLB, NHL, not that I've ever watched for it, but I've never heard of them doing any shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, They might send a (coughs) RIP or this, that, and the third, but the NBA is like the only organization, the only league, whatever, that I've ever seen draft a deceased person to the family and make... Make it like they were actually drafted on that day. Yeah. And I respect the shit out of that. Adam Silver is an amazing GM. The NBA and, and, and how they get down are trendsetters when it comes to uh, social issues and shit like that, too. Yeah,
1: Adam Silver is probably one of the best commissioners I've seen.
0: Bro, I've got big ears, but god damn it, that motherfucker's got some big fucking ears. Oh, yeah. He's a He looks like Slender Man with bat wings, bro. <laughs> Good ass dude from what I understand, but. I mean, he's no Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell. Yeah, that's another story. That that guy's a fucking dancer. But, uh, go ahead. You want to switch up, Carmen? What do you want to get us to, bud? Oh,
1: well, I was, I was figuring we're on basketball, so we'd stick with some more basketball stuff. Yeah, um, and
0: we'll get back to the Roger Goodell thing after from afterwards.
1: Um, Kyrie Irving. Oh, yeah. Um, he's, le- he doesn't, he's mad at Nike over his new shoe, um, the Kyrie 8s. 8s Eight or 9s? It says, so that's... Yeah, the, the, the story's conflicting, is it not? It says, so his... And I'm going to go, okay, so if we're going by his Instagram post, it's the Kyrie 9s. Gotcha. This article says it's the Kyrie 8s. I think Ki- but Kyrie his, would know more than... Yeah, so in his Instagram post, um, he says, I have nothing to do with the design or the marketing for the upcoming hashtag Kyrie 9. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, they these are trash. I have absolutely nothing to do with them. Nike plans to release it without my okay, regardless of what I say. So I apologize in advance for all the sneakerheads and true supporters of the hashtag KAI11 brand, which I'm assuming... This is
0: number 11.
1: So it's probably his initials. I don't know his middle name. Well, Kyrie yeah. blank Irving. Yeah, and 11
0: is number, yeah. K-A- uh, KAI? I'll look it up. Yeah, I
1: don't know his middle initial, um I do know for one, like we said earlier, who is like, "Hey, bro." Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna go stand in line for seven hours to cop the new Kyrie. Yeah,
0: he said. He said for my. What do you say? My shoe. My sneaker My sneaker heads and true supporters. His middle name is Andrew, by the way. So Yeah, yeah. Andrew is the middle name, so that's the A and the K A I. Yeah, I've never heard of sneaker. I'm a, I'm a fucking sneaker head. I've got pairs of. Multiple pairs of Jordan Elevens, uh, other things like I'm not that I'm I'm, I'm those that that's my my uh, Holy Grail shoe. I've got the the Jubilees, the 25th anniversary, two Spare Space jams, uh the the capping gowns Either way, I'm somewhat of a, a sneakerhead, but I've never heard a real sneakerhead, even a sneakerhead like myself, say. God, I gotta get the new Kyries like they're crap. Like, I, that's how I am with the 11s when they come out. But, like, oh, I gotta get the new Kyries, you know? Like, never heard that shit. Did man remove his Instagram post? Possibly. This, I... He is... He's very finicky. Kyrie's a diva. So, this can go one of two ways. Kyrie's just being a fucking diva like he always is. And, and, and feel some type of way and is making these posts about Nike and possibly deleting them which would probably allude to that or oh. Nike's being fucking Nike like they did with the Mamba shoes with the Gigi shit the, you know and release that without Vanessa we covered that a few episodes ago and releasing shit oh no he didn't okay so he so has probably two then.
1: he has two different IG's mm. he has his personal oh like personal Katie's burner accounts,
0: whoa whoa, with whoa his burner whoa, bones whoa. anyways go um
1: he has his personal and then he has his brand IG. Oh, that makes sense. And the brand IG was the one that posted the shoe pic. So, oh, the shoe pic? It's, it's the bottom. I was trying to see if there was an actual... Oh, the, the, the bottom of the shoe showed. Okay, so yeah. Kyrie Kyrie
0: showed his disgust or whatever on his personal IG. No, on oh. the brand IG. Which do you think that well, probably is Kyrie. But yeah, that's wild.
1: Uh, yeah, so I was trying to see if there was a picture of um, so the only thing you can see is the sole and the back. That's the only thing that they show you. This, If I'm being honest, the sole looks cool. Like, it doesn't really look like... I thought it looked
0: pretty good. Um... But then again, nobody sees the bottom of the sole while you're walking or wearing I you know? Yeah, you want
1: to see the back real fast? Yeah. Um, Let's see this. So this is in his IG Live. Gotcha. That's the back, supposedly. Okay. Like, I don't... It looks It looks pretty cool to me. I, it looks I don't, a little wide body.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, most of his shoes do, though. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're comparing them.
0: Yeah. I don't... I mean, maybe he wanted something way more, like, methodical, like, you know? But, I mean, it's... When you have a, a PE, a player-exclusive shoe... It's supposed to be from your mind. Unless you just don't care and you have the designer make them and you just sign off. Or you look at them and you're like, yeah, those are cool. But it seems to me, if this is all, sh- like, the way he's saying it is he wanted to be more of a part of it. As, like, say, uh, for instance, Kanye West, when he was with Nike, wanted to be more a part of the decision making and the design. And supposedly Nike didn't let him. And again, it goes back to Nike, though. Supposedly Nike didn't let him have that that end all say. Or even a process like uh, to be part of the design with his opinion, and he left them and went to Adidas, and now Adidas has made him, you know, along with other ventures, made him a billionaire. But I will say that, in my opinion, looks-wise, as someone who loves sneakers, the Nike Yeezys way better than the Adidas in looks. But the from what I've heard from a million people, a lot of people that are sneakerheads. Each and every one has said that uh the Adidas I think the the Yeezy Boost three fifties, the ones that's that are the, like knitted
1: That's the super
0: popular one. Are are the most comfortable shoes they've ever put their foot in. Like walking on clouds, like Almost like like how Nike has felt to me back in the day. I like mean, if we I call mean, them felony. Like you're
1: walking on a fucking cloud.
0: We call Nike the felony flyers. Like you could just like running barefooted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> so. But yeah, it does. It does. The 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 boots that look knitted with the bigger bottom. You know, they come in like the tennis ball green or whatnot.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm telling you, I I want a pair. Not because I'm because I the hype beast thing. I just want to try them out and see. I'm gonna have to get a pair just to try them out. Probably get a black pair with the red stitching into the boots, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but dude, his Wave Runner or whatever the fuck they are, and his foam sandals. I mean, I don't know. It's just not. I'm not criticizing anybody that is into that or wants those. Or it's just not my type of time, you know. Yeah. But again, Nike hit the Yeezy Nikes, the Nike Yeezys. In my opinion, were the best looking ones, like the October Reds. And those are going for five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars a pair now. Yeah. But. Adidas let him have full control over everything, design, everything. And uh, and it seems to be like that with Adidas. They give you more, like, they give you the reins, you know? Well,
1: and that's the thing is, um, uh, and, uh, fucking mean, Lamello Ball. Puma. Is with Puma. Yeah. And he put out an IG story that said something along the lines of Puma wouldn't have done it or whatever. Yeah, like, Puma lets you get off.
0: Yeah. That's what he said. Basically
1: they let you do what you want to do. And so that's the thing is like all these brands like Nikes and Jordan they're so they're They're, staples. They're they're so iconic. They're literally like I'm Nike, fuck you.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll pay you a lot of money, but you don't really have and and mind you
1: unless you're mm -hmm. Jordan, LeBron or Kobe. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, you can't
0: even say Kobe, because they fucked that shit up, too.
1: Well, I mean, they still, when Kobe was alive, he yeah. was able to do well, his own because, thing.
0: Yeah, Kobe was dominant. Very dominant. And alpha
1: male. They only fucked it up because after he passed away, they started jacking prices up and doing stuff that he and wouldn't allow. they
0: released the shoe that Vanessa said no
1: Yeah. About. And so, so they did their thing, the but what I'm saying too. is when, when Kobe was alive... He had control over was 100. You're right. One when, when he died, they saw an opportunity to yeah. make a ton of money.
0: It's, it's like it's like going to a mechanic or a car dealer as a man and getting treated one way, respectfully, or going to the mechanic or our car or the used car dealership as a woman. They try to take advantage of you a lot of times. Yeah. And that's kind of how they
1: looked at it with the Vanessa, in my opinion. I thought I think they thought they could push her around. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. And. She ain't that type. No.
0: She, I mean, she was married to the but for how many years? Yeah, a lot, a lot since she was like... So she went through some shit. Yeah, she was like 18 or whatever, but yeah.
1: And uh, so, mm-hmm. Nike, just beyond that, they think they own the game, and Adidas and Puma and all these other ones they, are like, are like, okay, we're here, we're doing our thing. Yeah, we're not as big, so let's but, let them make us big. And that's the thing is, like, you've seen Kanye make... Adidas a a billion, billion dollars, dude. You've seen Steph make Under Armour huge oh. in the basketball world.
0: So yeah, so so with with Jordan Brand, it was it was Nike. Then it was you know Nike signed Jordan and they gave him his exclusive Jordan One, but it was under Nike and it went Nike Air. And now Jordan has his own, let's say subcontract uh, subcontract. Sub, Nike still makes them, but Jordan is its own brand. So it's like a distribution deal for an artist yeah. that doesn't want to sign with a major label like a rapper, say. And so they signed a distribution deal. Yeah, they, own they, all they own know their masters. They own know their rights. They make fucking songs how they want them. You know, industry wants you to put out a, a radio hit. And you can only make songs like this. You can't do that. Yeah. So you signed a distribution deal. So he went from, say, a major. He was signed to Nike. He was put in musical terms because I know that a little bit, you know was we'll signed with Nike as, as a major, as an, an industry major, yeah. and then branched off after his contract, say, where they, he made enough money for them, that they were like, okay, we'll give you the reins, and now he signed a distribution deal with yeah, cause Nike. Yeah, because he
1: doesn't want to deal with the manufacturing no. or, or, or the th- shipping or the we, marketing. The people
0: the- that, yeah, they have full control of your shit, as Kyrie's saying. They have full control. So basically, Kyrie is signed to a fucking major. I have Russell Westbrook the the why not three zero zero threes or whatnot and those are the most comfortable shoes I've ever put my foot in. But when you have a Jordan Westbrook, a Jordan is I think Zion's with Jordan, right? Yeah, yeah, he's got his own. A, a, a P, a play exclusive. So now Jordan is the major yeah. and they're signed to an industry major. But you know what I'm saying? So Jordan has a distribution deal with Nike. So with Curry and Under Armour, he brought the brand so much to the forefront, made them so much money, brought them from being, a, a, you know, a decent,
1: a decent they manufacturer. They huge in other sports. Oh, yeah, 100%. Really not so and, much in basketball. Yeah. And Curry really <laughs> jumped them from being, uh, right here on. And Cause now. Because
0: basketball is the most global sport, though, you know? Yeah. And, and, I mean, Under Armour already had Cam Newton on the roster with the super-duper high-top fucking cleats and shit. Uh, they had Tony Romo as as an athlete, you know. And they had Tom Brady too. Tom, yeah, Tom Brady, who's also uh, sponsored by UGGs, by the way, which is <laughs> weird, but whatever, fuck it. It's the you, go- he's, he's the goat, you know. But uh, sometimes the goat's feet get cold, you know. They got them uh, covered in them lambskin. Right. <laughs> so so, Stephen Curry made like brought it to the forefront because. NBA is very global and and really leads when it comes to fashion and shit. Yeah, I mean the only thing more
1: global <coughs> than the NBA
0: is soccer, I believe. Yeah, throughout the world, I I believe so too. But you don't see nobody's wearing soccer cleats for fashion. Well, so yeah, you, when no. you get tennis shoes and you're into you're a sneakerhead, they're always even if they call them casual. It's all basketball based shoes. You're not wearing football cleats. You're not wearing fucking 100%. golf
1: spikes. So well, and that's the thing is half the time. Hmm. Not half the time, but a lot of times, these football cleats and even spikes for golf now—the the, interchangeable—are modeled off of. Oh yeah, yeah. So if you're casual Jordans or player Jordans or all these,
0: Des Bryant was signed to Jordan Brand, and so now Dak—we covered Dak Prescott being the only quarterback to ever be on Jordan Brand and the highest-paid uh, athlete to ever be on Jordan Brand and like his promo cover his shoot was him in the Cowboys uniform wearing the Jordan thirteens, the white and blue ones, which are cleats. Yeah. Des Bryant used to come out regularly in Jordan Eleven, you know, the like the Concords or whatever, but with cleat bottoms. But yeah, the the basketball shoe, even if it's casual, is the biggest brand. You know, it, it, and uh, Oh yeah. Ben Steph made Under Armour such a, a household name. Now Steph is like how Jordan was a Nike. Now he's his own He's his own entity, ent- entity, and Under Armour's now his distributor. Yeah. So he's not Under Armour like Michael Jordan was Nike Air Jordan. Now he's just Jordan. Steph had the the you know Under 5, Curry one two three four five six sevens. Now he's just Curry whatever, whatever but being is. distributed by Under Armour. Yeah. So if that makes sense, yeah. You, so you guys what will happen is
1: like the old air jordans used to have nike logos on them still sometimes and they still bring yeah they don't know they don't do that anymore the ones. yeah that's what i'm saying yeah and so that's like the old curries they still do had they under do armor as logos. a
0: as a uh a nod to nike on some of them like my yeah. westbrooks have a nike swoosh on them and it's just a nod to nike now, yeah you know but it's like the Curries under armor logo won't be plastered all over them yeah. anymore and his logo is crazy the three that he, the three after he hits a three he throws up the three, like the pinky ring and uh, middle finger with his, you know, his uh, index and his thumb, making a, an O. So it's a three O for his number thirty, and that's his logo on his shoe. Is it's, it's thin, but it it rep- it goes into it. You know, it's, yeah. It, it's Donavan's logo though.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, one of the kids, um, he has he has some curries. They have they tend to have Bible verses on them too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like yeah, some,
0: yeah. People, some people buy it, some people don't. yeah, if you guys don't know, Stephen Curry is super, super he went to Bible school in Canada, I believe, and that's where he met Aisha Curry, his wife he met her, Chef at Curry. Curry yeah, right, Chef Curry at the Pop Boy he met her at uh, Bible camp or whatnot in Canada, and then they would come back to the States, and go to college and they relinked up, and they married and I, if I'm not mistaken, I think like they even took each other's virginity and shit, like Oh, they're yeah. they're, they're super both super religious. religious, which is cool. It's That's cool, you know? So, yeah. But speaking of the shoes, we were talking about LaMelo Ball and Puma. Did you see the shoes that he was rocking for most of the season? I can't remember what they're called. I'll look them up. And I, I don't know if that's his P, his player exclusive, like his shoe. I don't think it is. So he should have one coming down the pipeline since he just won Rookie of the Year. And he's like a big fucking name and face, especially for Puma. Do you think Puma, who's the biggest... Like celebrity, besides LaMelo, that you think of. Me, I think of Nipsey Hussle. I don't... Puma,
1: When you say Puma, I think of guys that oh. play soccer. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Puma's huge in the soccer world for cleats and for. But I'm speaking like the States, or Ameri- boots. America. Boots are what they call them on the soccer pitch. Yeah, they uh, the they pitch, too, not the field. But I, don't think, call cleats, call I think. I
0: think Nipsey Hussle. And GEZ signed a to Puma, too, if people don't. Yeah, I don't know if everybody knows that. But I think of Nipsey Hussle and Lamella Ball. But I
1: I couldn't name like an an actual soccer player. No, I no, mean, yeah. But no. like when someone's like, oh check out these Pumas, I'm mm-hmm. like I'm like y- you got some soccer cleats. Like that's what pops into some my head. Some soccer boots. Some soccer <laughs> boots. Um, but yeah, so I mean that's just how it is. And um, they call him the men the Puma
0: Men's RS Dreamer. And again, he wore these in his the the, the team colorway. Throughout the season, I don't know if this is his player exclusive shoe.
1: It's probably just a shoe that he liked that they gave him a team colorway. Yeah, but because that's kind of how like it for starts, not it starts. for not big guys like he's big. He won a Rookie of the Year. I like them. Oh, em. those are dope.
0: Yeah, I think they're uh, fucking fresh. I'm gonna have to cop pair of
1: these. But like you have LeBron, like LeBron's big. So yeah. when he came onto the scene, he was getting player exclusive. Yeah, 100. And you know what I mean with. Lamello, it was more like, "Hey, we signed you. We're not giving you a player exclusive yet, but pick some shoes and we'll do some colorways yeah. for
0: you. Prove yourself and we'll go." Yeah. But speaking of, <clears throat> speak. Sorry, excuse me. Speaking of fucking shoe brands and we're on this whole shoe topic. How about P.J. Tucker? I told you a story earlier where P.J. Tucker, uh, the Bucks, he just won a ring with the the Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis. And shout out to P.J. Tucker biggest sneakerhead i've ever heard of i've heard of musicians and athletes being sneakerheads supposedly like there's some uh uh what do you call it Um uh, i don't know tails uh, uh, whatever there, that he is like the biggest snoop- sneakerhead ever supposedly his collection's like well over five thousand pairs of shoes all in the box most of them never worn
1: well i mean <clears throat> and you wear like a two hundred fifty thousand pair That's dollar pair of Nikes with real diamonds on them.
0: <laughs> That's the end game. I'm getting at. But P.J. Tucker, I told I told Big Mike, Big Mike, a story earlier, where I don't I can't recall if he was playing with or against Jordan after he came back out of retirement, or if Jordan was coaching, but P.J. Tucker was on the court, and, and P.J. Tucker is still active player. So it was probably when M.J. was coaching or GM or owner. Yeah, playing against the Charlotte. Bobcats. Bobcats Hornets But PJ Tucker MJ Looked down And PJ Tucker Had a pair of Jordans on And MJ says something like What the F And we're like Where the fuck did you get those I can't even get those And these were Jordans He was wearing And the owner The the face uh, Michael Jordan himself Were like Where the fuck did you get those Like I've never even seen those That's how exclusive the shoes were So I'm telling Big Mike About this year earlier and then I show him a video that my wife sent me that, mind you, I hadn't seen at this time, but I showed, we watched it together, my wife sent me this video, and it was in the locker room where it's, Giannis was taking a, a, a selfie video, you know?
1: Probably an IG video or
0: something. Yeah, IG or some Snapchat, whatever. And PJ Tucker had came in and handed him his new shoes, which were the Greek freak shoes, the freaks. And what did, what did Giannis say when he seen those shoes? In that? his act, in his accent, let's not, let's not butcher his accent.
1: Um, he, he said something along the lines of, How'd you get those? I don't even have those. Yeah, yet.
0: I don't even have those. How did you get those? And Giannis was fucking blown away.
1: Oh, like, 100%. The look on his face was like... Confusion. Like, for real, because he's like, he legit said that he hadn't had his hands on a pair of those yet. Yeah. He had helped design them. And, and still, he knew exactly what they were the second he saw them. He's like, how did you get
0: those? And P.J. Tucker played on Sly Leg, yeah, you know. But he ain't gonna give his sources. No, he's a sneakerhead, dude. He's and once he's, you have he's that. backdoor at Nike.
1: What, once you have that in, yeah. If you're a guy like P.J. Tucker, mm-hmm. you're gonna go to jail before you give that up.
0: One hundred percent. You're not giving up your fucking Diller exactly
1: but, it's like it's like a reporter who has that inside drug dealer giving her all the scoop oh yeah so she can be this rich fucking reporter yep. and when the cops come be like hey who's your source it's it's get what the fuck out of here bro what, what's 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 the law it's uh or the, it's um, freedom of press yeah freedom of press but and that's what i'm saying he's like that where he's like nope i'll go to jail before i tell yep. you motherfuckers
0: yeah they might be your shit but i'm not telling you where to get them i'll get you a pair right <laughs> but the fucking, a year before they're released but while he was, they were talking about that, he showed Giannis the shoes he was wearing because Giannis had made a comment about in the past about him having such exclusive shoes, you would think he had diamonds on him. So this is during the finals. This is in the locker room. It's one of the games in the finals before the game. So PJ Tucker said, well, you made that comment about me having diamonds, and he showed him he had a pair of the Air Jordan 1s and the whole, they're black and white, and the whole Nike swoosh. And anybody that knows these shoes knows that's a pretty big fucking swoosh. It was all diamond encrusted. But on top of that, he had a a dog tag keychain that hung off the top eyelet, which you know you can get. They come with them a lot of times with a the, the the Jordan Jumpman on it. It was like platinum and diamond encrusted, and they were two hundred and fifty thousand dollars shoes. He went to the shoe surgeon, who's a if you look him up, he is a, a crafter. He does a lot of shoes for players, uh, you know, paints them for, you know, games and all this shit yeah. and stitches them, makes them unique. $250,000 shoes because of the diamonds and their rare RJ ones to the point that after the Bucks won the finals, Giannis was on the podium or doing the little press thing, and he stopped. He said, PJ, PJ from the back. He said, sorry, guys, I have to stop this. Show him your shoes. How much... You said they were worth the house? Shit's funny, though. But I'm sorry. I had to bring that up.
1: Oh, yeah, no. And the crazy thing is, for, like, for its... The difference is, like, Giannis, like, we've all heard... Not all of us, but a lot of us have heard the stories where man was bro... Frugal. uh, What's that? Frugal. Frugal. Frugal, yeah. yeah. Well, in his rookie contract back when... A lot of people didn't see him being who he is now.
0: Yeah, but well, you talked about this early, uh, a couple was, episodes ago, but yeah. Please.
1: He, he would literally send all of his money home and be almost broke. Yeah. Because he was sending all his money home and saving all his money. And then now you have Giannis, who still is in that mindset of being frugal, because um, Blizz over here told me that he posted something about wanting to watch the Olympics, and someone said, you could pay for this, and he said something along the lines of, if I got to pay for it and I don't want to watch it show me the free um sites uh and so he's just frugal and then you got PJ Tucker over here like hey check these shoes they cost more than some motherfucker's houses shit right that's just
0: crazy that it, it uh, I think you I think you touched on the story about I, I don't know if we, if we talked about this before uh, a a pod before one of the episodes or if you actually said it on air But tell him the story about Giannis and sending his money like via MoneyGram or Western Union in that story. But at the same time, before we get to that, I watched that whole live video you talked about last episode where he went to Chick-fil-A and won that 50-piece, not 49, not 51. And you're like, he told the girl that he had like 20,000 live watching. And I watched the 60-minute clip of his live, and he had over 150,000, which makes sense. Yeah. And then I was telling my wife we were watching that together, laughing, cause he's a he's funny as hell. He's oh like, yeah, he's he said, funny. He said he said he's uh, he had both the trophies. Said he had you know the MVP trophy. Said it's a smaller one. But he said and then I stole the the MVP or stole the the finals trophy. I got to get it back. They're probably gonna call the cops on me. Don't know where it's at. And then he was like he kept saying I woke up like this, you know the Beyonce song. And then he said I woke oh actually I haven't even gotten to sleep yet. I can't sleep. It's like. Six or eight in the morning or some shit. A little bit later, he's like, "I woke up, uh, smacked his head. Ah, I didn't wake up like this. I've been up like this." <laughs> but he's hilarious. But me and the wife were talking, and I'm like, "Imagine being in a drive-through Chick-fil-A, say in Milwaukee, where this is the first championship in sixty years, fifty years. Not even knowing, because this is a it's suburban Tahoe that's blacked out. You know, yeah. not knowing." that your fucking hero is next to you in the drive-thru or in front of you or behind you. No idea. How many times do you think we, when we've been to LA or Hollywood or a big city, how many times has there possibly been a, a, a celebrity and you don't even know that, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause they're in a, a, a town car driven or a, a Tahoe. Like probably not a lot, but, but imagine the day after the Bucks win, the whole city's fucking going crazy. And the final the MVP, the face of the franchise, the biggest player in sports at that moment, is sitting fucking next to you with both his trophies, and you have no fucking idea. Trying to get a 50-piece. No idea. And then and you a, sit- and
1: a half sprite half lemonade.
0: Yes, the great drink that they yeah. But imagine that being in that fucking drive-thru and then going home and see on the news, they share clips of his IG and you're like, oh my god, you know? Yeah. But a couple people seen that he was there, bombarded the Tahoe it started off as just like two people Giannis, you know, the great, you're the best you know, goat all of a sudden, there was like a hundred people there and the fucking news guy, that the one that just holds a camera, with his big ass bazooka looking camera was there in like gym shorts and a fucking frayed dirty t-shirt big, big, bigger guy, you're like kind of fat like, he just woke up like, his boss caught him. He's an IG at the at the Chick-fil-A over here. Get there. Like, oh, shit. And they bomb- there was, after a while, there was, like, probably at least a couple hundred people around the SUV. He even let people, he rolled down the window, put his mask on, let people touch the trophies. They asked, can I touch trophies? Like, yeah, go ahead. Between his legs. I'm like, yeah, you might get your cock touched. And he took pictures, like, the most humble fucking guy ever. But with that being said, if, I think you we might have touched on the Western union story I don't know if we talked about that before or live but go ahead
1: um, yeah so essentially he was sending all of his money home and he went to Western Union sent it home and accidentally sent everything he had
0: didn't realize yeah
1: and he thought he had saved enough money to get a cab to the stadium or whatever
0: did they have a game that night
1: or something yeah and <laughs> he, he didn't so what did he do started jogging to the stadium
0: oh yeah, yeah. jogging I, yeah, he that. literally
1: started jogging and some older couple that was on their way to the stadium like pulled, pulled over and was like hey aren't you the rookie for the bucks and he's like yeah and they were like what's going on and he's like and he kind of told him and so they gave him a ride to the stadium and dropped him off and i can only really
0: imagine like if he came across those people again like in, in just chance
1: well and in, in the the stories that I've seen there's no like there's just no end to it for yeah. Him. yeah but knowing Giannis
0: now he probably had his agent or somebody find them
1: yeah he, they probably yeah. got a signed jersey or some sick yeah. or something just because yeah. of how humble he at least how he presents himself and how humble they were to pick him up and yeah. you know
0: not fan out yeah no he's yeah he, you can tell he came from nothing I mean his parents were Well, him and his his brothers, too. They were immigrants from, I think... I don't want to... like Nigeria? And and his family moved to Greece because of issues. And uh, we talked about that earlier. He had attempted to get uh, Greek citizenship...
1: Nigeria was right. Okay,
0: thank you. Um, He attempted to get Greek citizenship multiple times, and they kept denying his citizenship. So, therefore, he couldn't get, like... uh, I don't know how it is over there, but he couldn't get that the equivalent to a social security card, driver's license, ID, he couldn't work, anything like that in Nigeria. And then when he finally was able like, to, to know he was gonna be part of the NBA draft, and then he was probably gonna be drafted, all of a sudden, uh, Greek was or Greece was like, oh, by the way, here's the paperwork for your citizenship. You need this so you could travel, which he did need it so he could travel, but they denied, 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 denied his citizenship. Multiple times, along with his families, while he was there. So I don't know how it works over there, but I know in America, if you know the United States, if if you're uh, uh, from say Mexico, like Mexico is like the it, when it comes to Mexico, it's like it's almost like the worst shit happens because Canadians. I haven't seen it be as bad or maybe it's just not publicized as bad but you come over from mexico and your citizenship's denied denied you have to deal with ice which is immigration and they'll arrest you and deport your ass back send you on the first thing smoking back to your country after they detained you for a minute i don't know if that works the same way in greece but they denied 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 his citizenship and then once he was eligible to be drafted in the nba all of a sudden from what i understand from what i've seen is they accepted it you gave them citizenship. And from what they told him, it was, oh, because you have to have it to travel. I think that a little bit of it was, or maybe more than a little bit, was, oh, he's going to get drafted in the NBA. Let's take advantage of this. But I could be completely wrong. What do you think, Big? I mean, if. And, and, and like I said, it's not facts. I don't know that.
1: Um. And I haven't, I, I've never read any of those articles, but if it wouldn't put it past me.
0: Yeah.
1: Especially yeah. because, you know, Greece, um, you know, Greece is, they, weren't they like filing for bankruptcy or some shit at one point? I, I never. I'm pretty I don't sure know. a few years ago, Greece was filing for bankruptcy.
0: Yeah, I didn't even know that. And
1: like, um, so if they can bring in more money. Mm hmm
0: publicity give themselves some reputation kind of shit
1: um yeah why not
0: yeah no I agree
1: uh yeah so in 2019 it had finally repaid all of its debts
0: Big Mike is uh is fact checking over here by the way
1: yeah so they yeah so they did go it was the biggest financial rescue of a bankrupt country in history jeez that's wild, bro. That's and they find And they were four, 41.6 billion euros in debt.
0: I wonder what the currency exchange is. Because I know that it, here in the United States, we're fucking trillions of dollars in debt just to China. You know? But I guess we're like... Um, that country is like that dude at the bar that just runs his tab up and never says, oh, shit, I can't pay. Oh, I can pay it later. I can pay it later.
1: So... Forty-one billion euros yeah. is what is this? That's hundred thousand million. So it's forty-nine billion dollars. Is what it is.
0: So they're both billions. It was yeah. not far, like no. like eight billion off.
1: Yeah, that's crazy though. But the thing is, you have to <clears throat> understand, like Greece, size-wise compared to the United States. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, we have like
0: eight billion people in the United States, somewhere around
1: there. Yeah. So it said in two, it was two thousand ten. So it was a lot longer ago than okay. I thought it was. Gotcha. Um, Greece said it might default on all of its debts, which would threaten the viability of the eurozone. To avoid mm-hmm. this, the EU, which is like Europe, yeah, lent Greece enough to continue. So they were gonna file bankruptcy. Gotcha. And then they, Europe, yeah, it, it was a rescue. Europe got together and said, hey, look, we can't have you going bankrupt because then it fucks up all of our banks. Yeah, it fu- well, it fucks up the exchange rate of our currency. And so they all got together and said, hey, look, here's some money, make your payments, figure it out. And I guess that article said they weren't supposed to be out of debt until like 2060 or 2065. Holy shit. But they cracked down and as of 2019, they were... All caught up. That
0: makes no fucking sense. So, Giannis did all that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, so, when was it when, uh, in 2008, the recession here in the United States? What uh, The bailouts. So, they got bailed out.
1: Oh, right? yeah, essentially.
0: Okay. Essentially, okay, that's what I was going to get
1: at. It, it's like literally, it was like <laughs> if the mom and pop shop down the street was going out of business and Walmart and a bunch of other businesses in town got together and said, look, you going out of business makes us all look bad. Here's enough money to stay in business. Yeah, because
0: that's what Walmart would do. Oh boy, well, yeah, know Walmart. I know. Walmart would. No, do that. But, but essentially, with COVID and our government, they put a bunch of mom and pop shops out of business, and oh, rescued 100%. the big businesses, which is fucked up. But while we're still in, right, Do you have something to? No. Speak? That was,
1: okay.
0: While we're still on, on basketball news, I think there's two stories that we need to cover. One is um LeAngelo Ball, and the other one is Jackson Hayes. Jackson with an X S, which I don't understand. But Leangelo Ball, there is—they're uh, saying—is—is is he has been or he's going to be signed to the Charlotte Hornets summer league, right?
1: To play for the summer league. Yes. To
0: play for the summer league, which we're pretty sure that Lamelo, who's the rookie of the year and the face of the franchise for uh, the Charlotte Hornets, will be playing in the summer league with his brother. I mean, even if he's proven himself, Melo's proven himself, he could not play the summer league and be cool. But if you have a chance to play, even though summer league, professional basketball with your brother, besides but, Lithuania.
1: Yeah, for the first time since Lithuania, um, 2017 in Lithuania. But they only played, like, 16 games over. And they didn't start any of them. I watched. Angelo. Still average.
0: there's almost 13 points a game and getting they were both getting limited time. I watched the whole ball in the family Facebook oh, series. Yeah. That's why, you know, a Big Baller, you know, had pulled them out of that situation afterwards too. But uh I, we've spoken of before, but I think Jello has not been given a fair shot, you
1: know. Um and I, no, he hasn't. And I've always said I think Mello is the best 100%. Um Somebody... Is it on? This Mic. This or the mic? The mic's
0: on. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I'm going to cut that. Sorry, I didn't mean... But the red light was on earlier when, it, when we weren't recording, so I didn't know if that had something to do with it. No. I was sorry. about to be like, holy no, shit. <laughs> if the red light's on, the power is The too. to it. it. It's if only it's
1: blinking, it. then it's muted.
0: Oh, okay. And, and you, you can turn it on and off in the theater. Okay. I was like, I was like, did we just record over an hour or not? Did we just record <laughs> over an hour? Which, it'd be a long night. Um, but
1: so wait, are we cut that out? <laughs> fuck it, I'm leaving it. All right, fuck <laughs> it. no, whatever. Um, I don't give a fuck. Be honest. But no, um, so this guy who I play games with a lot, we played, we've been playing two K once in a while, just playing against each other. Play just, touch, but I mean two um, K. And he argues that if Jello can be given a shot, he mm-hmm. thinks Jello might be the best of the three.
0: I don't think he'd be the best. I don't, I
1: just I just I, I, and my argument is, and I, this is always mm-hmm. my argument, is his play style doesn't fit his body type. Yeah, you're right. One hundred. There's like he's in between two different positions. So he either, and like I've said, from a chunky motherfucker, he either needs to slim down yeah. and his role. I think he has slimmed down a lot, though. And I mean, I haven't seen picks and I haven't seen him working out, whatever. But that, in my mind, to play in the NBA, he needs to slim down. Well, and see, so his. And I, I mean, that's.
0: <clears throat> Their dad built them as a point guard, shooting guard, and power forward. Small forward. Small, small forward. One
1: of all the players. So yeah,
0: and I and I get that, but you when you grow, your body doesn't go. Oh, I'm small forward. I have to be this size. I'm shooting guard. I'm point guard. Because mellow six eight. Six fucking eight. He's a point guard, right? Yeah, cause he's sprung as Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Well, and and isn't uh, Lonzo was a? His, he's, he's like a point six guard. six. He plays six point six, six so I believe he's six six. But you know what I'm saying. So, what is Jello six six as well? I think I'm ninety percent sure. Mello's the tallest one. The youngest. Probably yeah. The baby's the tallest one. You know, the baby of the three. You know. Yeah. But um, But yeah. So. None of them really match the size that you would expect to be for their position. No. But, but Lonzo, so he wanted them all to play together. So in retrospect, Mello was point. Frickin' uh, Lonzo was, was shooting guard. And then small forward was Jello. Right? Yeah. Okay. But now NBA, they, they told
1: Zoe that, hey, you're point. But he handles the ball like a point, too. He played a lot of points, Yeah in college and in high school and stuff. That's the thing. Like, Lavar has this big grand plan that all three are going to play on the same team at some point. And, but Lavar, everything he said
0: has come to, he, it, to the extent that he said that all three of his boys were going to be pros in the NBA. I mean, if you think about it, one was in the NBA, Lonzo, and the other two were pros in Lithuania. So at that point, all three of them were pros. But... Lonzo's with the Pelicans, was with the Lakers, Melo's rookie of the year with the Hornets. Jello did get signed to the Oklahoma City Thunder G League team, and then COVID happened, which really
1: fucked his shot. He, he's got the worst of luck. He signed literally signed his contract 3 days before, before the lockdown, before the shutdown.
0: Yeah. And then and but then he went to he got he got signed a 10-day contract in Detroit, played for the Pistons and got released and we've talked about that earlier. And now he's signing with the Summer League from what we understand. with That's the what Hornets, the reports are. It's not yeah, official from yet. From what we but understand. He's been,
1: he's been working out. He was on um, Graham's IG working out with Oh, yeah. Him. He's been in the building. And so it's looking like he'll... But, again, I don't think they can make any moves until August 6th.
0: But the point I'm making is that with those contracts, all three of them are pros in the NBA. Yeah. Whether it's Summer League, G League. He got signed to the Pistons for a 10-day contract. So... Big Baller did say they were all going to be NBA professional basketball players at one point, and they all were. Even if that's as far as the extent goes, which I hope not, Baller was right, and he wore that hat. What is "Told You So" or some or "I'll Be Back" or some shit? You know, like no, he's he's kind of predicted the future and shit. I just I don't see all three of them on the same team. I'm showing I'm showing Big Mike updated pictures of Jello Ball. Who Big Mike was saying, Big Mike was saying he needs to slim down. He has, he's slimmed down, and that's the point. And that's 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 why, and that's why I told him I was like, but hold on, I'll show you. So I'm pulling pictures exactly what Big Mike said needed to happen with Jello to find a position is happening, and maybe he, you know, I mean, we're spectators of the sport, fans, and we're podcasters now, yeah, and and we, you, we know that he needs to slim down. So you know the front office of. League and teams. You knew he knew. He knew. He easily. knew. Yeah, but his he,
1: trainer's name.
0: I mean, look at that. He's, he's, he's looking a lot more slim than what he was bulked the fuck up. That he was he massive. Was.
1: He, to be honest, he looked like he should have been playing football when he was going in. Yeah. The line game.
0: Yeah. He looked like a tight end or wide receiver, or linebacker. Yeah. The, yeah.
1: Um Now I can see him. Like he, he has that basketball physique. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like I said. We've all we've been hoping that he gets his shot for a long time. We've been rooting for him. Um, honestly, I just I don't know if I ever see them all three on the same NBA team. I could I understand that I get that. Um, maybe at some point they play on the USA team together. I mean that's a stretch. Yeah,
0: if but if Jello makes pro pro, like actually
1: and that's, that's to me and I'm just in my mind I'm trying to think of how they all three end up on the same team.
0: Yeah. I mean it could happen. Don't get us don't get into it twisted. it could. I just I, I just don't, don't see, see it. it yeah. Happen. I agree. I agree. 100%. Could it
1: happen? Oh, of course.
0: Anything can happen, shit, you know? I
1: just don't see it as something that an NBA team would be like this is a good idea. But I I mean, do I think maybe they could be like, look, LaMelo and Lonzo together? Or
0: Jello and and, and Mellow. Yeah. But history does show that those three together, they don't even have to look at each other. It's like fucking a sixth sense. What
1: how many hours of basketball together That's do you what think they play? Though?
0: So if a pro team looked at it in that aspect, but then you sign them to any, all three of them to any team, you're gonna have at least two names on that team that you can't get rid of one. You know, it's like starters. So well, I mean. You have to find a team that's really shit-shit in the Pistons.
1: Well, they just drafted are, their point guard. That are trying to rebuild, though. But but why? I just, I don't, and this is tough, mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever see Jello being a starter. Yeah. Well, I, I would just be happy for him to be a role player. Maybe a starter on, like, the Pistons or someone yeah. who's struggling. Yeah. But not a starter for any contending team.
0: But, again, nobody's given him a shot to see. But Who knows? But Who knows? He I can he can come off the bench and fucking just annihilate shit, and then we'll eat our words.
1: And I, I mean, and I would love for that
0: to happen. I would
1: love for that for any
0: any kid. Yeah, one hundred percent. But I've been rooting rooting for Jello since for a few
1: years. Exactly. You know, I and I mean, he, to this day, I think Big Mubarak Baller even
0: talks shit about him. him. Yes, yes, and that's why I've rooted for him. He's been the underdog, the quiet one. You know,
1: I think. I think if LeVar would have let him ride out his penalties at UCLA...
0: Ah, why did he fucking steal glasses in China when his family... He, he had money. He could have bought He had it. enough to he buy would, glasses. What he is, is he's the black sheep of the family. Literally. The, the Not literally as a color, obviously. The tattoos, the first yeah. one, got chewed out. He, he was, was a, the one who He always, was always the one getting disciplined and mm-hmm. shit-talked to him. Besides Melo getting shit-talked to him as a baby. You know, like... Yeah. Like, you're the baby, like... Stop being so childish. But yeah. Jello was the rebellious one of the family. He was the family.
1: stereotypical middle child.
0: Yeah, and he's—you can tell by the way he talks, how quiet and slow and, and, and gangster as fuck the way he talks. Not, you yeah, know, what he I'm saying? acts
1: like he came up from the the streets. Life. Yeah, um, and I just—I feel like if he could have rode out that penalty at UCLA yeah. and played a couple of years, absolutely, he would be on an NBA yeah, team. Yeah, because like he would have had that development. And Big Baller
0: just, I mean... And he, I think
1: bouncing around to Lithuania and to the JBL and all these yeah. things and just... Big Baller, I really fucked he, he's pushing rotation, but he fucked jell But
0: he also talked about Jell-O. a couple times he was like, Jell-O's not the best. And then there was a, other times he was like, Jell-O is the best. I'm like, I'm so confused.
1: I think he likes to do a lot of mind games yep, with my, his kids. To get his kids to fucking show out? Yeah. Because be, if, if he says Jell-O ain't the best... Jello, that whole family has it. That whole family, mom, dad, kids, they all have a competitive fucking spirit. And so if you tell Jello he's not the best, he's going to get his ass in the gym so that he can prove not that he's going to be the best basketball player of all time because Jello is not going to ever be the GOAT. But his goal is to be better than every single one of his siblings. Yeah. And that's just sibling rivalry and being competitive,
0: middle child syndrome.
1: Well, I mean, middle child, you I'm no, Saying you, that
0: plays into it, too. Yeah.
1: Though. You just want to be better than your siblings. Well, yeah. You got an older brother
0: who's first born, probably get a lot of attention, and that's your older brother. You're always trying to keep up with their beat. Yeah. And then you got a little brother, who's now the baby, who get got treated a lot, you know, more attention because he was a baby. And then that's probably why well, Jello's... Well, now he's running Rookie of the Year.
1: And, and that's why
0: Jello's so quiet and the way he talks. He's just slow, and not slow mentally, but slow as and quiet, and... He doesn't. Yeah, he's he's the one the that doesn't raise his voice, you know? Yeah. Lonzo's kind of annoying. Like, he's he's real square but tries to be, like, hood, like, urban. To be know? honest,
1: to me, it's like... Lonzo's
0: the follower of the group.
1: Lonzo tries to look up to Joey, mm-hmm. even though Lonzo's the older brother.
0: And then tries to pick on Melo, who's way better of a player than he is. Yeah. So, I don't know. This shit's crazy. But, hey, like I said, salute to Big Baller. We're not here talking shit and trying to discredit that family. Big Baller, you know, saying he can beat Michael Jordan 101 and shown tape from back in the day. We're, uh, sorry, Baller. But he made the practice squad of the Tennessee Titans as a fucking tight end, which is a crazy feat. Played football through college, got a scholarship. Yeah. Met his wife, who was like a fucking world-class volleyball player. Who They both have fucking top, like, height, obviously. Oh, yeah. So they knew their kids were going to be big. But Baller said... They said them the first date that he told her they were going to get married, they were going to have three boys. He already had the names picked out and then all three of them were going to be a point, a shooter and a small forward and that all of them were going to go to college and all of them or the, all of them were going to make the NBA. So everything that Lavar Ball has said has come to light. Like how can you say I gonna mean, we're going to we on first date. We're going to have three boys. These are the names. And not produce one girl in three tries, or you know, three kids. Yeah. Like that right there, is oh, fucking yeah, crazy. I mean, is it? Is it chance? Is it fate? I don't know. But really, like this motherfucker said that the Big Baller Brand was going to be super big, and that he was going to go to buy him. It, it got big. They just didn't produce on their shit. But it got big. Oh, All the pop-up shops sold out. Like they had a following. The big Baller but Brand was, they would was have big. Stuck the, with. Dude, Big clothing. Baller Brand made two K nineteen dog.
1: No, but I'm saying, if they would have just stuck Yeah, with the shoe clothing, thing always fucks. They would have been fine. hmm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I the agree. The problem is,
1: when they went to shoes, yep. they looked like a Kickstarter campaign that people dumped money into, mm-hmm. and now they're not seeing any product.
0: Exactly. And, and so, I watched a, doc, a documentary, and they were talking to uh, Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine, and they were like, hey, we need to get in something besides music. We can do shoes, beverages. No, shoes are too expensive. The market's too small in a sense of it's, you've got to know people, which they have that connect, but it's too expensive. It's just a lot of work. Your overhead to create is small. They're like fucking headphones, and that's Beats by Dre. That's how it came about. Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre sold their shit for billion, three points, something billion dollars to, uh, to I, Apple, all that. But shoes just are... stole all
1: the fucking shit out of all Oh, technology.
0: But now they're releasing Beats... Uh, they're releasing some beat shit for Android, apple is, which is weird. Ooh, excuse me. But uh, but either way, the shoe game is, like, one of the hardest games to get into yeah. from what I've seen. But the baller brand, I mean, they made to, what, 2K19, 18 or 19? Like, think about that. To make it to 2K as a oh, brand? Yeah. You could literally go to the apparel shop, in two K nineteen, the first season that I had a city, you could free roam, right? And you could buy BBB, Big Baller Brand. That shit's crazy. That so, is crazy. So when he said Big Baller Brand is going to be huge,
1: it got pretty fucking huge. It was a, f- and I mean, it, it was could- a flash in a pan. Though. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Is and I mean, it could make a resurgence if he wants to.
0: He's been trying, but the boys left. Once with Puma, I think Zoe's with are going to Puma. Jello doesn't have a contract. He's a big baller. I mean, until, you know, he gets looked at from a major. But anyways, let's, um, Jackson Hayes. You know the story more than I do. I saw the headline. You said you looked at the story. The cop brawl. both of them were in the hospital. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't, I my didn't... question is, his name's Jackson, but it's J-A-X-S-O-N. Why wouldn't it be J-A-X-O-N? That's Jackson, right? This is his dad's right. name Jack? So it's Jack's son? Like is his dad, Jax from Mortal Kombat, and he's Jack's son. I, I don't know. Anyways, go ahead. Uh,
1: yeah, I didn't read too far into an article, but I do know that Jackson, and uh, he got something happened, and he got into an altercation with a cop. And, both um, of them with and now both of them are in the hospital.
0: And Jackson Hayes plays in the NBA, right? Yeah, he
1: plays for.
0: I'm looking shit up right uh, now. Um,
1: I literally was just playing with him on 2K.
0: I'm looking it up to... Uh, officer uh, taste twice or... Pelicans. Oh, yeah, okay.
1: Um, yeah, so he plays for the Pelicans. Um, 21 years old. Uh, it's tough. Because probably just ended his NBA career.
0: Maybe. It says he pushed a cop into a wall and resisted arrest for over two minutes before police were finally able to slap handcuffs on the Pelicans' center. It was a big... Oh, yeah. Uh... This, according to LAPD, police tell us they received a call for a domestic dispute around 2:50 a.m. Uh, nothing good happens after midnight, for what I've been told. Facts. <laughs> uh, Wednesday morning, and when they responded to the location of the alleged incident, officers say they made contact with Hayes in the front yard. Cops say while talking to Jackson, the six-foot-eleven Hooper, attempted to go inside. They ordered him to stop, but he didn't listen, and then things turned physical. Police claim. Hayes pushed an officer into a wall. LAPD says the two officers were able to get Jackson on the ground, but he continued to resist and attempted to get up. Police say a taser was deployed twice during the fight, which they say lasted approximately two and a half minutes before they were able to cuff Hayes. Jackson was arrested for resisting arrest and taken to a local hospital for treatment for injuries sustained during the altercation. A police officer was also treated for injuries. Uh, LAPD says the incident which was captured by police body camera which I would love to see will be investigated because cops used force to detain Hayes police say this is a standard in all this is standard in all cases involving force uh, yeah. Hayes is facing time behind bars if convicted you know he's got a multi 1000000 dollar attorney he will not face any time behind bars I don't know what happened haven't seen the body cam footage I can't wait till I do cuz I, I'm. I, so I'm interested we're now. We're big on YouTube. Like, like we have a, a two and
1: a half minute fight though
0: with with tasers. Yeah, twice. Well, I mean, six eleven. He's a big boy.
1: Well, and that's the thing is
0: he was looking for rebounds of the paint. He was throwing bows on these bitches. <laughs> um, but do you think the composition... I. We're gonna uh, re- reserve judgment till we see fat... Or, body but cam. In a sense, if the body cam doesn't show this, I mean. They might have known, one of them might have known who he was and said, Oh, I gotta go to the hospital, and there might be a lawsuit coming. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, well, I'm the just thing playing devil's advocate.
1: I, I don't think cops can file lawsuits.
0: Oh, yeah, they can. No, wait, no, no, because no they're I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna step back. Think, I don't know if they can.
1: I don't think they can because they're in the line of duty. I'm sure they can find a way. I don't, yeah, you're right. I don't know. Um, it. No, I mean, if you socked a cop off-duty and you were a millionaire, I think he could sue you. But on duty, because you, it's. I don't think he can personally come after because you because
0: that's part of the job, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Th- um, you're and right. I don't. In
1: Hayes, in especially in LA, Hayes isn't a big mm-hmm. enough name for them to come in in LA.
0: And know who he is. So and know who he really is. I mean, you look at a big. Because
1: he's not even from LA. When I looked him up, he's from like Oklahoma or some shit. I mean, if if, mm-hmm. if the Devil's
0: Advocate, if the cop is an NBA fan,
1: honestly, I wouldn't have known who he like he isn't even in, the, in the NBA. Yeah. Would have read his name unless I literally had just played with him in two K the other day.
0: Individuals who have been the victim of police Oh, Hold on, California. I'm trying to. I'm I it. I'm looking up can cops sue criminals, so I'm yeah, looking I, it up right now. Um, yeah, uh, so I don't... Police officers can follow a civil lawsuit for a work-related injury. Police officers and firefighters willingly assume the risk inherent in their duties. The statute authorizes civil lawsuits by police and firefighters when the injury-producing harm was caused by an intentional act or... And I can open the link. So if it's an intentional
1: act, which that would be, if that's what, exactly what happened... So it's but it would working. have to cause, like, going to the hospital for five minutes, and and that's the thing is it's we, th- don't it's know the harm. Of, we don't know the yeah. extent We don't know of the injuries.
0: It could be nothing, and they could be using it to cover up them beating him, or he could have fucked him up. And, and, and or
1: I mean, the, the what probably happened is the middle group, the middle part. He probably, Hayes probably pushed you into the wall, and it's probably policy. He was probably drunk. It was two fifty in the morning. what I'm I'm saying saying is... I don't know facts. No, I'm saying... And I'm just... I'm speculating. Is Hayes assaulted the officer. The officer hit the wall, whatever. Maybe his head. The back of his head. And it's policy when you get into an altercation that you have to be checked out.
0: Especially if you have a scrape or a bruise
1: or anything. Because literally, the article doesn't say... It already says that Hayes is in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so neither one of them were severely hurt, obviously.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I'm. I'm. I'm still looking into the the legality of if a cop can sue a criminal or a citizen. I mean, obviously, you can sue a citizen for sure if he's not on duty. Yeah. But like this, I just think it, the report saying they assume the risk. Yeah. You know, it's like a firefighter running to help somebody in a burning car. In my opinion, and suing them because they got burned by their. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know how that would work. I don't know. But. Uh. Yeah. What, what's next on uh, the list? Um,
1: well, Shohei, again... Oh, yeah, we
0: it. have to talk about him. Um, and TB, but yeah.
1: Shohei has gotten to the point where... Man's probably just going to win the unanimous MVP. He's Be fucking better. Um, I don't think he'll win the Cy Young. He's just not doing that good. Really? No. Oh, okay, um, his okay. ERA is at, like, a little over three...
0: And what's ERA again for... It's
1: earned runs average, and that's earned runs over nine innings.
0: Which means... So
1: so. It, let's say in one inning you gave up nine runs, mm-hmm. and the, the your manager pulled you, mm-hmm. your ERA is at nine. Yeah. It's really? actually 81. Oh, shit. Because it, it, in, the average says that you would give up nine runs every, every inning. inning for nine mm-hmm. innings.
0: Got you. So if you average, like if you had... If you gave up 10 runs in the first and five in the second it'd be like seven and a half so yeah, your era so you would, would be 7.5 no it
1: would be whatever 7.5 times nine is oh shit yeah so so for guys like for starters i never what that meant. starters your era usually is like a really good starter is under two yeah because that means they're not giving if they could pitch a whole game and they're not even give up two runs
0: it's like Madison Bumgarner in the World Series. I think the last one, the Giants won. His uh, ERA was 0. 0 something.
1: Yeah, well, and then, and I mean, that's a that's, short yeah, yeah window. Yeah. I mean, in a World Series, Madison Bumgarner probably pitched two Well, games. for the,
0: I think it was for, actually he he pitched more. Like he, they brought him in. It was it, there was news about how much he pitched. Yeah, it was crazy a but lot. I mean, you know, but I think it was it was for the whole. Um, well,
1: even the postseason, postseason is still a small yeah, no. sample size. Yeah, one hundred percent compared to one hundred and
0: sixty-two games.
1: So for a for a starting pitcher who pitches every five days, yeah. So you do say one hundred and fifty to make it an easy. Well, one hundred and sixty to make it an easy divided by five. What do you that's mean, one, like one
0: hundred and eighty would be thirty games. Well,
1: one oh yeah. Right, every, it's five, 182, every five, every right? Yeah. So one hundred and eighty divided by five it would be thirty, right? No, that'd be one hundred and fifty my yeah, so we, oh
0: yeah yeah okay sorry
1: so let's say what was that 40 no I was fucking bugging <laughs> I'm trying to think 35 yeah something like that so say I, he I has that many saying. so he's that's how many starts he's gonna have yeah and so it's a just a bigger it's sample a, it's size. an average
0: you, you take the number from every game they pitched of how many runs they gave up yeah. and divide it by how many games they pitched. Yeah. So if they fucking gave up one run in one game, three in one, six, in, anyways. Yeah. If you you add it, all the runs together after thirty-five games and divide by thirty-five, yeah. and that gives the average, right? Am I yeah. wrong? Okay. I was never good at like, you know, other than the basic math. So I'm trying to figure that shit out.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying he has, like, in my opinion, he has to win MVP. There's I agree. No, there's no way around it.
0: No, not a, no, not at all. It's black and white in my opinion. But my question is, who, who votes on uh, who wins MVP or Like, I've I've always been confused about that because I know what it is in other sports. It's the Associated Press, like AP in NFL, AP fans and uh, players, right? Yeah. So what is it with the MLB or maybe just? that uh that award
1: so with the, i looked it up earlier because i was curious too but the mlb for the mvp at least i don't know if this goes further awards mm-hmm. it goes to the the bwaa which is the baseball writers academic association the blah um <laughs> and what it is is they take one writer from each of the cities who, not just a random writer, but the, like...
0: The big sports writer? Like the big, one of the big sports or, writers. not sports writer, but the big team. Baseball. League. Baseball. The, the team sports writer. Yeah. It might, and from, okay.
1: So it's one from each of the major league cities.
0: Which are... So, so it'd be 30 cities. 30, 30 teams, 30 cities, yeah. Um,
1: and then they all vote, and they rank the top 10 people that they feel should win Okay. MVP. And so the number one person... Gets a point. It's it's like fourteen points, I believe, is no first place.
0: Is that how like NFL does it? NBA with points. Is I don't. I don't. I, I've okay. never looked into it that deep. Well, because I, I know that that Seth Curry was the first unanimous I, uh, know, MVP honest? winner in the NBA, which means. Every single person voted for Steph. Nobody for anybody else. I think. And I think it
1: is a point system in the NBA too, because you put like your top four or whatever. Got you. And then, so if but you say label Steph, them one through four. Yeah. So if Steph got one, 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 two, it wouldn't be then, unanimous. It wouldn't be unanimous, but he'd still win off of points.
0: Got you. But if he
1: got one, 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 across it's the unanimous. board.
0: What he did, and the first ever players to do that in NBA history, but. The MLB has had unanimous multiple, winners, multiple, yeah. multiple, over the years. So either way, unanimous. It, it's is not everybody super Regular.
1: Votes. Yeah. It's not super regular. Um, one comes every few years. Like Clayton Kershaw was the last one. So it, that's like,
0: in the MLB, though. Yeah. Okay, because the NBA, Steph is the first and only, I believe, unanimous. Yeah, I think he's still the only unanimous. In how many years has the NBA been around? Like. 100. 75. It's the oh, 75th year. Remember really? that? Oh, yeah. You yeah. doing the diamond. That's fucking hilarious because I'm buying the Dubs hat and it's got that. And I should have known that. Anyways, so the MLB has had unanimous winners from what Big Mike showed me earlier in yeah. the stats. So I apologize. Go ahead, Big. Uh, and
1: so first, your first rank is 14. Second is 9. I don't points, know how points. they Yeah, I don't know how they figure out how you go from 14 to 9 to like Seven. It's like weird numbers, but whatever. Yeah, it's fucking old whites, but whatever. Um, no, I'm kidding. Pat McAfee. And so, that's how they do it. And then whoever has the highest point total, obviously wins the MVP for that. And in the baseball, Makes sense. in baseball, they don't do a league MVP.
0: Yeah, they do that's
1: an AL yeah. MVP and an NL MVP. Yeah. There's no MLB MVP. Well, it's like—is it NBA and NFL?
0: They have defensive player of the year and offensive. Well, M- offensive is MVP, right?
1: It's... So there's in in the NBA at least there's yeah. your MVP. Yeah. There's your scoring leader. Yeah. Which yeah. usually is your it's your offensive player of the year. It's the scoring got, okay, title. Got you. And then there's the defensive player of the year. And but, sometimes the MVP is just it's sometimes I feel like the voting for it is weird because sometimes it's not necessarily the best player absolutely it's the best player on the best team
0: yeah exactly
1: or the best player on one of the good teams yeah because you can see guys ball out and their team not make the playoffs and they're like IE Steph Curry
0: this this last season that just ended but NFL has MVP and defense player of the year right Yes. They don't have they don't have an offensive player there. They do have offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie, yeah. rookie of the year, though. Okay, okay. Just trying to make sure that we're on the same page all that. But yeah.
1: And so yeah, so that's that's how they vote. And so I Shohei better. I the I controversy I would, I would unanimous. the controversy behind a pitcher because his technical position is pitcher. Yeah. But he rotates in the field. So, uh, what other it, positions do you play? In the field? He's kind of a utility guy.
0: Like they put him in the outfield.
1: He he kind of moves around. Like
0: Buster Posey plays catcher, he, but they also put him on first sometimes.
1: They only do that to save catcher's knees. True, true. What they do yeah. That for.
0: Yeah. Dude, as a catcher, I could not, and I'm fat. But even I was, like, even when I was skinny, I couldn't imagine being in a squatting position.
1: Well, have you seen the, oh seen the new God. thing that is for more than three
0: seconds, bro?
1: You know how you've seen the new way that catchers are trying to catch that is getting made fun of and frowned upon? Mm-mm. So you'll see, you're starting to see it a lot of the MLB. you're probably not noticing because you don't stare at the catcher. They're starting to catch from a knee. One like knee? instead of being squatted, that would they make have sense. one knee kind of down <clears throat> yeah. to take the pressure off their yeah. leg. But it's that traditional baseball it's right. that's coming back and saying, well, that's not how you catch. It slows you down. Blah 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 blah.
0: But does it? Because when you catch and you're throwing somebody out a second, the stealing. You put a fucking knee in the dirt to for leverage. Their, their
1: thing is, if there's a wild pitch, it's gonna take you longer to get up and go after it. Personally,
0: my knees would be dead in that position, so it'd take me longer to. I'd that's have to that's the crawl. things that I've seen. It's it. like it's like when you when you. <laughs> It goes back to females riding, <laughs> you know, cowgirl versus cowgirl. Whatever, if they got their knees off the bed and they're squatting, there's always memes about that. Like, oh, yeah. They, yeah, old knees. You can't take that for more than a couple minutes unless you're a fucking fitness freak. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, that? the no, Fuck that. The catchers, like. No, I salute that just for that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well and that's the thing is like you understand like some of these guys are out there in hundred degree heat squatting and mm-hmm. all that gear and, wearing fucking pants but and fucking, that is yeah. the and that's that's nylon the, too. The only argument I've seen is that it's it not traditional ma- it makes one well, it's not traditional, it's not how you're supposed to do it, and it makes you slower you can still do your your primary job. Yeah, one hundred percent. But it makes you slower to react to pop flies because you're not you're not being able to just straight stand up. You have to kind of like stand up and then you can't wild react pitches. to wild pitches as quickly. But my question is, does it? Because if you're
0: kneeling the whole inning or half inning, well, getting up is you're already in that you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're trained to do that. I get that. They got pads. They go on the back of their calves that pad their thighs from their calves, but in that position for so long, does it really slow you down? Because I would think, in my opinion, having one knee down, I'd be able to pop up not have dead legs as much. Well, my my question, that's big, my question. question. Is,
1: my question is, you're in the MLB, right? How many wild pitches are really thrown?
0: Yeah, a handful a season
1: for the whole MLB. Like think about it, if you're if you're Buster Posey, yeah. How many wild pitches get by you in a season?
0: Yeah, even if it's a dirt, you were able to scoop it or, you know. Put your glove on top of it hockey style. Yeah, yeah.
1: But how many of them really get outside of your wingspan? A couple of seasons, maybe. So is that really... Factor? Exactly. Yeah. No, and the thing one one of the positives supposedly is that when you're in that stance, you're lower, yeah. so it's actually easier for the back ump to make better calls on balls and strikes. And that's dope,
0: unless you're trying to fucking crowd their fucking vision, which whatever. But you would think too, with one knee, if there's someone stealing, you could pop up hella faster, like off one knee. It, I don't see? I don't see the argument of you can't pop up as fast. Off one knee, I would think I would be able to pop up faster.
1: I, you're, you, If you're on a knee and I'm squatted, I'm going to go from squatted to full stand faster than you're going to go from knee to stand.
0: I get it, but not if we've been on one knee or squatted for the same amount of time over a period of time. You're I just going to be sore. So- well, you you're going to gas faster than me. Oh, 100%. And, and, and a lot of steals come in the late innings when they're trying to win a game this close, you know? And or, I think.
1: I think the one knee thing. I don't think it should be
0: an issue. It's I not. Don't it's think not you, an
1: issue. You're not pussy for doing it. You're too. I think. one, it'll save knees. Yes, for you're these conserving catchers. yourself. And to be honest, not every catcher is gonna pick, catch like that. Does every pitcher pitch the same? Yeah. Does every pitcher have the same exact pitching motion?
0: What about dude that used almost fucking
1: scrub the ground? When he's That's pitching, what I'm you know, saying. Does every batter so? have the same batting stance? Nope. Nope. Does your catcher's stance really matter? As long as they can catch it and give your signals, what the fuck the difference? Motherfucker could be on his belly for all I care. I was just
0: gonna say, <laughs> let this motherfucker sit crisscross applesauce on his ass.
1: If if That's he's turning people out right from his ass, making calls and kept, and framing the way he's supposed to be able to frame. Personally, I don't think you could do it crisscross applesauce. No, but, but yeah, it's an exaggeration. Yeah, but exactly. If do you want who the fuck hit nobody bitches at fucking pitchers when they pitch sidearm and drag their knuckles on or the ground? Quarterbacks,
0: you know, Patrick Mahomes or Rich Gannon, sidearm and shit. That's they got saying, the they job done. They don't
1: complain about it the if the results happen.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: If you're if you're doing the knee on the ground and you're just not doing it, yeah. Then don't put your fucking knee in the gym, Yeah, right? It's your personal preference. And if it works, and if it's not working, your
0: team will cut you or trade you and get whoever the fuck needs to be there to match your pitcher, you know, if, he's get, if you get a good pitcher. Fuck it, put both knees on, on the ground. I don't give a fuck, right? You yeah. know? Like, shit, It's is crazy. Baseball's I've just... always looked at baseball and said, damn, how do they squat like that? Like, you would think it would be a female position, like porn star... Would come in like I got this, and squat like that. You know, like holy shit. Yeah, no, and that's my thing. Baseball's traditional.
1: Baseball just sticks so hard. Excuse me to their traditions. Yeah. That it it's almost detrimental to the yeah. game. Yeah. Like is, Pat McAfee always says. Yeah. The old they lights. don't want the old lights. Don't want to change the game and make it fun for the newer people to watch.
0: It limits the game. It can only go so far with these traditional and unwritten rules to a certain extent. And that's, um, God damn it, what's his name? Played Pops in Friday. Passed away. Um, I can't remember. I I feel bad. I'm going to look it up. Go ahead um, ahead and speak on what you're speaking on. I'm going to look it up. Uh, He passed away this year. But
1: I think that, like, baseball, yeah, you have to keep some of that tradition. But you have to kind of modernize that tradition. Right.
0: John Witherspoon. R.I.P. John Witherspoon passed away um, actually, damn, October 2019. Wow, I'm way off. Um, But he, I I shared a video on Instagram with some friends and he was talking about steroids in baseball. He was like, fuck that. Why do you want to go and watch, you know, a shutout and blah, blah, which is great. But he was making the point, let these motherfuckers hit it in the parking lot. Let them hit it to the moon and back. Like, it's way better. A lot of people have said this, but look up the video of John Witherspoon talking about Allowing steroids in sports—it's fucking hilarious. R. I. P. John Witherspoon. All respects to his family, but yeah, steroids like baseball. You're talking about traditionals and not wanting to get away from the game and how it from the beginning and, and not advancing. Not saying steroids is advancing, but it always goes back to that joke that it would make it more entertaining. I would oh, love six, to see someone
1: moonshots all the Yeah, time? he Just... said
0: 700 and something feet. Yada, yada yada, you know. At that
1: point, they would just start making the stadium bigger. Though.
0: It's true, but it'd still be a fun fucking game to watch.
1: Imagine me in an outfielder having to cover.
0: <laughs> you'd have to be Bo Jackson or Deion Sanders, that or so you'd have to, man. to run a fucking four-two. You would literally. Or they'd add more players. You'd have fucking left field, right field, center field, left far field, left right field, center far field. Right. You know.
1: Um, yeah. No. So, I mean. That's just how it is. They don't want to modernize. They don't want to do these kind of things. They didn't want traditional replay. Um, there's, Challenges. There's little bit of it now. And, I mean, I get it. You don't want to slow baseball down anymore because it can be a long game. So you don't want to spend time adding too much stuff. But you do want to modernize it a little bit so that it's appealing to the younger generation. Like, I still find watching baseball enjoyable. Do I watch 182 games? Hell no. No. Do I watch 60 games a year? Probably not.
0: Not now. I know when the Giants, I'm a Giants fan, I know when they were in the, you know, the even seasons were, like those five, six years I was watching every game at home when I could. I mean, mind you, me and Big Mike over here met on the job uh, working here in our town. Uh, He came in as a young buck and I had been there now we sized each other up and we like really, we really sized each other up. Where I was like, this is my, my store. He was like, well, it's gonna be my store in a sense, you know? But we started talking and realized that we were like on the same exact page. We were sports fanatics. We had so much in common, him being a lot younger at the time. I think he, Mike was like 20, I was like 26. And right there we, we became like brothers, you know? So, um, but the point i was making is we were watching games together i had it on the laptop at work i remember the the second world series the giants won in 2012 i remember having my giant my Buster Posey, Posey jersey on my giants hat and when that last out came that sealed it for the giants i remember throwing my hat across the store and knocking out the panels of the roof and mean, like oh shit i got to put that back for the boss sees but, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, we watch, like, baseball is, a, is an amazing sport. We've been to Giants games, and it's just, a lot of people think it's boring. I, I don't. I think it's fun to watch. Yeah. It's, it's time-consuming, yes, but it's fun. There's, like, the NFL is trying to, to modernize moder, moder, or modern, what, what's the word? Uh, modern modernize. Rise, modernize, thank you. Um, and they're doing some, some things are too much, you know? But they still are not, they're still behind uh, pace when it comes to modernizing it and shit. But yeah, that's what I think about that. Uh, I think we need to cover the Aaron Rodgers thing and probably be done tonight. We've been we've been dragging on a little bit. Yeah. Um, do you want to take that or what's up?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, we all know Aaron Rodgers has been holding out, not going to OTAs, not going to training camps and all this kind of that stuff. That started showing up. Um, and now he's showing up. and. Come to find out, he he stepped to the podium and um to paraphrase basically what he said is He he spoke the he spoke the tea. Yeah, he let it all out there. He said, um everybody's been acting like it was a one time thing, like he just got pissed off because of the draft night or whatever. Jordan Love. Um But he said it started last well in February when the season ended. He went to the front office and said, "Look, like I've been here. We've won a championship. I've done the things. I think I should MVPs. I think I should be a part of the conversations when it comes to possible free agents and possible draft picks and all these kind of things. Absolutely, he's earned that. And I mean, whether or not they (coughs) listen to what he says, he should still be a part of the conversation. One hundred percent." When, when you're when you're the quarterback and you need some weapons, like you should be able to be like, I like this guy, I don't like this guy, and if they don't listen to you, they don't listen to you. But at but least at give least, you that time. At least they heard your opinion. Yeah. And they were like, okay, we respect your opinion, but, but we don't see what you're seeing. We're gonna go this way.
0: Yeah.
1: That's that's more of a grown-up conversation. It's a, res- it's a
0: respect, a mutual respect.
1: And he's not getting that. And then on top of that, he spoke on how they just don't treat veterans when they leave the team the right way. Or offer them uh, a, a decent contract. They don't. Well, he said that some of the guys <clears> that have <throat> left, they didn't get any contracts. <clears> Excuse <throat> me. Or they got super low-balled. Or, or just let go. Um, and so he just he tried to talk to them about it, and they, they didn't want to hear it. He and
0: also, one thing that out to me, is he also made the point that we all know that, you know, Green Bay, Wisconsin, is not a vacation destination, and people don't want to be here to hang out. He said that people that come there as free agents that want to be there is because him as a quarterback, and they know what they're going to get, and the potential to possibly win a championship every year. Yeah, because I mean, they're always get... contenders. They are. You're not going to get big free agents to no. Green Bay if there's no championship. Or a big name player like if Tom Brady say Rogers went there, if Tom Brady went there, then people might have chased Brady, ring chasing. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's the name, the big name, or the championship uh, capability. We potential. Yeah, potential. Thank you.
1: And so, like, if Rogers and his big thing is they don't, there's no stability for him after this season. Yeah. And so, let's say Rogers does leave and mm-hmm. Jordan loves there. Do you think free agents flock to play with Jordan Love? No, he's not proving himself. He hasn't proven himself. No. And no knock on Jordan Love. Maybe Jordan Love will be a great quarterback in the NFL.
0: We all... Do, have yet to be do, seen. because People looked at Aaron Rodgers the same way when he, when he came in with Brett Favre, and that's what you're getting at, I'm sure.
1: But nobody's going to flock to play with Jordan Love right away. Absolutely not. So it's going to be some tough years. Yep. Yeah. And like you said... Aaron Rodgers probably feels a lot like Brett Favre did when they drafted Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. And that was that was what Big
0: Mike was explaining to me earlier. And I didn't see that part because we watched the video, the press conference video. And that was a part that stuck out to him that I didn't notice. He was like, he probably feels how Brett Favre felt because them drafting uh, Jordan Love is exactly what they did when they drafted him to Brett Favre. So that was Big Mike pointed that out to me. I, had, I didn't even see that.
1: But. Well, and, and the thing is it would be different like let's say they drafted Jordan Love because they didn't draft him this year. They drafted him the year before. Yep. If they would have drafted him and Aaron Rodgers said hey look I want to be able to bring in help tell you what pieces I want yeah. and I want some longevity yeah. contract wise and they said okay 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 mm-hmm. and did all those things and Aaron Rodgers even said it's not about the money. They offered him bigger money, and he said he didn't want it. Didn't want to be a lame
0: duck quarterback. an MVP.
1: So his thing was, if he if they would have given him all that, he'd have been happy. Yeah. But right now, in his mind, is they don't want him there. No, they're trying to sell him out. They're trying to just keep him there long enough till Jordan Love is ready to take over and learns from
0: him. They want him there as a a teacher, or like, what is it? A, a mentor. A mentor, or like in karate, or you a know, sensei? a sensei in a sense, right? Yeah. And how they expected Brett Favre to do Aaron Rodgers, but Brett Favre was like, no, fuck him. I don't owe him shit. I'm doing my job. He can learn on his own. Yeah. But now, now, Favre and Rodgers are like the best friends. But at that time, it was, it was, I mean, there's a whole documentary on that shit. Yeah, it well, I mean, bad. When it was got when bad.
1: You essentially, in Brett's eyes, and now Aaron's eyes, I understand it. You're literally that you in
0: your head, you know they drafted your replacement. Yeah, you're replacing, you're pushing me out and moving him in. And so, who wants to train their replacement? Yeah, if I train him good, that means he pushes me out faster, exactly. So, let's let me tell him all the wrong shit, get him beat up by the defense, right? And get his ass put. No, I'm kidding, that's some fucked up shit, but. Aaron Rodgers, like, showed Jordan Love a lot of love from what I heard and, you know, helped him a lot. Well, and
1: I think that comes from Aaron being in Jordan's situation because it's not Jordan's fault. Uh, then that's what he said, too.
0: It's not his fault.
1: No, and it's and it's going to be a lot of drama and it's going to be a lot of questions for Aaron and a lot of questions for Jordan and blah, 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 blah. Same exact thing would happen when Aaron Rodgers
0: had to start speaking to the press, taking farbs. I mean, Rodgers was getting fucking booed his first season when he came out until he started putting up big stats and numbers but the whole fucking stadium of Green Bay Packers and Cheeseheads which you can't even buy tickets because all of them are sold out like 10 years in advance people who die don't leave cars cash inheritance fucking houses to their kids they leave their season tickets yep. in Green Bay and that's a fact you can fact check that they might leave that shit But the kids, half the time, one kid's getting season tickets or whatever, lifetime, I don't know, to the Packers games, and one kid's getting a fucking $500,000 house, and the kid that's getting the fucking house is like, fuck that, I want the tickets for a season. Exactly. It's fucking crazy. The only team in the NFL, and I don't know about other sports, that is a publicly traded company. You buy shares. Yeah, you buy shares. It's not privately owned. Like The Cowboys are owned by Jerry Jones. Now the Las Vegas Raiders are owned by Mark Davis. The other team, are Robert Kraft for the Patriots. The Green Bay Packers are owned by the public. The, the public, yeah, not community. Public.
1: I don't believe you can buy any more shares at this
0: point. I, yeah, no, no. You, they've got a. I'm sure they have a CEO, COO. It's a board. You yeah, get the board. Yeah, it's a publicly like a Fortune 500 company. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Which means that when the team makes money, all the shareholders, shareholders make money. money. Does he get dividends and paid out a little
0: bit? And you can sell your stock if it goes up, in a sense, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, that's just crazy. But uh, from what we understand, and the news is still kind of foggy, but it seems like they've come to an agreement. I know that one of the things that um, Aaron Rodgers said he wanted was Randall Cobb back, who Cobb played his career in, in Green Bay and then got released and treated like shit from what he said, played for my Dallas Cowboys, had one of his best seasons there, and then left the Cowboys to go to the Houston Texans, had a mediocre season, and now they brought him home, and uh, today he put a tweet or an Instagram post with only three words, and it was a picture of him coming out of the tunnel solo in his Green Bay u- uniform with his helmet and everything, game day, and it said, I'm coming home. So he's ecstatic to go back, and Aaron Rodgers and Rambo obviously have a, an amazing relationship. But from what I've seen is they reached an agreement to where he's got longevity past the 2021 season. So I didn't read a lot of reports after that, but that's
1: the basis of what i see. And, I mean, really they're just letting bygones be bygones. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to sit out because he knows, one, he's going to lose money, and two, sitting out a season in the NFL. He's 37. You ain't got many left. Yeah, I don't
0: think think the money is a factor for him, to be honest. I think it's principal, and I think that it's the age thing. Yeah, But, I mean, I'm not Aaron Rodgers, so I don't know. It is what it is. But, uh, real fast, NFL is pushing the COVID vaccine down motherfuckers throats. They ended up uh, all coaches have to be vaccinated, or they can't do this, that, and the third with their team, wear masks, they can't even be in the same uh, meeting room or saunas, blah, blah, blah. And they want people vaccinated so bad that they're pretty much pushing coaches out and firing them, and uh, players. We talked about the forfeitures and penalties last episode, but now they're talking about players getting fined like fourteen thousand six hundred and seventy-five dollars for protocol violations. It's it's crazy. The COVID vaccine went from. It's your choice, and we can't mandate it to, oh, that's not working to get everybody vaccinated, so we're going to fucking push it and mandate, you know, fine you and and make your life really, really, really fucking hard, and I think it's going to come to the point that uh, they're going to just end up mandating it, but they're a private private sector, and I don't know if legally they can or can't, but... I am not going to speak on my opinion on that because we have both sides probably listening, and it is what it is. But with that being said, do you have anything else to discuss, Big?
1: No, that's it. Um, getting close to that two-hour mark. We're getting.
0: We've been we've been really good at that in the last uh, few weeks. get getting, getting close to that. But um, I mean, I know Big Mike and myself uh, really appreciate each and every one of you that are here and to our. Um, You know, German listeners, subscribers, whatever. We appreciate y'all too. We got new demographics and age groups that have been popping up. But uh, thank you, each and every one of you. And we hope that you guys are enjoying the podcast or, you know, all that stuff. But uh, leave us comments. Comment what you want to hear. Comment what you do or don't like. We'll, you know, talk. We'll talk back. But thank
1: you guys for everything. And um, we'll have episode 12 up next week. Peace.